Dragon Party. The Dragon Party. I'm your host, Brett Brandis, for this luau. And joining me, it's my You were, I was like, you're going southern? Luau. No, I, I, I don't even know what I do. Luau is like, is not pronounced the way I pronounced it. So that, for everyone's I, reference. I don't know. Anyway, joining like me. That's how it should be. <laughs> it's my co-host, Eric. Eric, go ahead and tell me your name. Yes, I'm Eric, and I am not uh, informant for the for the, for the, for the police. Are, is that not the obscura? Because I know that they're like the they're like the people that know all the information about everyone else. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> God damn it! He's obscure, everyone. <laughs> don't listen to him. <laughs> gotcha. yeah, there, there is good flavor in the set. I will all the S color. I will give them that. So we, yes, today we are going to go over the new Capenna set, uh, our best in show, as I'm calling it. I guess for now, yeah. I don't know. We got to rejig because it, it is more of a superlatives night of like the set, right? Because we're doing just yeah. kind of like our here's the strongest. Then we're going to go over what cards that we think are underrated for commander and then uh our personal favorites uh to pick out and uh we struggled with this one because there's a lot of good cards there this set is kind of crazy i was i uh, texted you this one commander <laughs> for commander for commander i think it uh people in the competitive scenes are like meh <laughs> but that's because yeah. it's three colors and three colors sets are generally uh, every that makes it really difficult to cast in the constructed yeah you can, they, they can go one of two ways. One, it's because it's a three-color set, they make the lands insane. Because when cons yeah, came out... Yeah, fixing's going to be good. Which is why, like, limited, I think, is going to be an incredible experience. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Just like cons was. I remember mm-hmm. that being a, quite, a, quite a good limited experience. But, uh, but yeah. This, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that are that's, like, five mana, but does crazy nonsense, which is just, like, that's... They're, if anything's five mana and does something crazy, that's probably made for commander. With one of each <laughs> color, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's generally just like it's reserved for commander here. All right, uh, before we get into that, we're back at the party. Eric, what you drinking tonight? Well, um, so normally I'm a beer guy, right? And I, you know, I'm not super, uh, not super discerning. So I'm uh, instead because you know, Capenna is like a fancy town. Where there's like parties and things like fancy. that. I'm just fancy. drinking some wine. I was Woo-hoo. I bought wine. I'm not a wine guy necessarily, but yeah. uh it's yeah, I, I cook with it. The last time I've heard you say you were drinking some wine. That's like mm-hmm. oh was, Okay. Okay. Just making some sauces with it. Use wine, so I'm finishing it. <laughs> well, today I, I on the beer train because uh I picked up another Dock Street. Good. So I'm, we're back in the streets of Capenna, so I'm back on Dock Street. So I'm permanently, like, I'm just a Dock Street staple. You're a Dock Street guy. This one's called Futuro. I love it, the picture. Which kind of like, works for the, the theme. Yeah, right? I know. Capenna. It's like a futuristic kind of town. And it's an Italian Pilsner. And I like Pilsners. I, I'm a big fan of Pilsners. Pilsner, I didn't know did I was it? until probably like this past year. And now I'm like, that's, that's like my go-to beer if I don't know what's going on. I want, or they have something called a farmhouse ale. Yeah, yeah. That's, I I didn't even know that was a thing until like a year ago. I think I don't. 
I've tried them. Like every single farmhouse sale I've had, I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> usually lighter. They'll they're like have like they'll they'll tell you like, oh, you smell like different like like grassy or something like that. And you're just like, oh, this is just nice yeah, and refreshing. The, I would I would definitely say these beers are like some of the easiest sipper yes. of beers. Yeah. Like that is the category. It's like you, you do not, <laughs> it, it will not aggressive in any sort of way. It's just a super easy going beer. Right. Reminds me of like the all day IPAs. Have you ever had those yep. from Founders? Yeah. Those they're just fantastic. session IPAs. Those. Oh, yeah. I love those. You're I just like, ah, oh, this is nice. It's like, <laughs> well, the, well <laughs> like, those ones. not good. Those ones usually they're like three percent or something. Yeah, it's just like all right, hey, yeah, you're just well, you're just at the these beach. Are like, these aren't like overly. This is four point eight. Yeah, which isn't. That's actually right in the standard wheelhouse. Oh my gosh! Actually, I there was so my my father was down visiting, mm-hmm. and there's this bar that I like. It's kind of I like divey places, so <laughs> this place is that's kind of that's where that's where you got to bring your dad too. Come yeah, on. exactly. Like, he <laughs> he's the one who showed me the ropes. Um, <laughs> And the local bar has a. Uh, I went to all their beers. The normal beers were gone, and yeah. they had a barrel aged week. So everything, all the beers were like Asian, like whiskey or bourbon barrels. Okay. And traditionally, those are very dark and very high alcohol content. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the lowest one they had like thirty beers on tap, and the lowest one I think was a twelve percent. Which is weird because it's a, it's not like they absorb alcohol from the barrel, do they? No, I think I think part of it is the flavor, and then they're like, okay, since we're using like whiskey flavor, <laughs> we're going to up the alcohol in there yeah. and let it and let it go nuts. Okay, there was a twenty percent beer. Oh my god! I'm just like, wait. At one point, does it become <laughs> well, like a liqueur? You can't call that a beer? Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just, it's just well, carbonated liqueur. liqueur. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I would I absolutely categorize that in liqueur. There, there's no way I'm calling. I was that like, a that's beer. insane. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Let's 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 say all right. Enough of the okay. We're at the party. We get it. We get it, guys. You're at the party. Um. Well, we got some housekeeping things to go over today, actually, in Magic. Uh, you don't normally, uh, but past, I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff nowadays. So they are bringing Pioneer to Arena is the biggest news that dropped today as we're recording this. Uh, they're deal. calling it Explorer. I don't know. I guess because it's not exactly Pioneer. I don't know the specific, you know, you know the word. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. What is different about it or why they had to not call it Pioneer? I believe they're starting it just with like Amonkhet or something. Where Pioneer starts with... Return to Ravnica. Yes. Yeah. Um, So so I think they're starting it. Maybe it is a different format. Whatever is the... uh, Maybe they follow the same ban list. I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Either way, it's a new format and people are... I guess the news right now is that like, oh, this is a good step in the right direction. Like they're trying to open up more formats to Arena. The problem is the Arena yeah. economy is even worse than the MTGO economy. <laughs> like you do not want to get yourself into that. Yeah. And at least MTGO has an economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're, not like, you're not wrong. It's just you got to be... Uh, Willing to invest in it if you are uh, so interested in, in pursuing that. Um, and then my other news is that, yeah, I actually got into MGTGO, mostly because I wanted to play Pioneer. And I've been having an absolute blast learning the learning the format, brewing decks, playing it. I've been doing card rental services. Maybe we'll have an episode on it. Um, yeah. Once I familiarize myself more with it, we'll do one on uh, 
on how to do that because MTGO is not it is so not user friendly you not only have <laughs> yeah. to know exactly how to play magic but then learning this system is like a completely new way to play and it's i'm still making mistakes every day and it pisses me off and i'm like this would uh, never would happen like in game. paper yeah yeah, yeah exactly. like this would never ever happen in paper and it's it's frustrating but it's a learning curve so i'm Luckily, I'm staying out of the leagues and stuff, not trying to spend my money and learn, doing all my mistakes as, you know, practice rounds. Yeah, I, I, I haven't, I'm not super experienced with Moto, but yeah, you just have, you just have to start oh, out. You just have to be ready loss, just man, to, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's such a learning curve. I've lost to timing out twice already. Right, yeah. And it doesn't, it seems like they give you plenty of time, but the problem is like, there's so many triggers in the game. And each one sends it back your way. And, like, you, can, it's impossible to, like, respond as fast as you can. The, the time clock is going to tick down. And if you mm-hmm. aren't, like, like, literally eyes glued to that box of when the trigger's, yeah. you know? Like, you're not, like... Yeah, because, you, know. because you can do stuff like, well, okay, when a trigger happens, like, if there's an ETB trigger, a landfall trigger, you mm-hmm. can be, like, right-click on the triggering yeah, effect, yield to, yield to it. But, like, sometimes you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah right, yeah. So, it's like, no, sometimes I might want to respond to that, so I don't want to always auto-yield, because once you've set that, yeah, you can't, like, well, you can undo it, but not while the trigger's going to be going on the stack. It's just going right. to click and happen. Yeah, and it's, like you, it's freaking crazy. You get into it like okay, let's say you just auto yield, and then you draw something that you're like, okay, well now I might be able to find you. It turn off auto yields. Now it's the, your opponent might be like, oh, he's not auto yielding through my triggers anymore. Right. What's right. Going on here? <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, and then <laughs> I was talking to Pat the other day. Uh, we ended up playing a, a match together, uh, so he knows this news already. But Eric, I'm at it again. I tried to build another Boros deck. <laughs> Try. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Yeah, so <laughs> I kept most of the shell the same that I undid. You know how like I took out yep. all of the constructs from that Zabaz deck. Well, instead what I'm going for is uh, Legends Matters deck. Ooh, so the commanders are um, Yoshimaru, the ever-faithful, who's the new doggo. He's a one-mana doggo who cares nice. about uh, legendary permanents entering. And uh, Jessica, the Rice Reborn, who's the Planeswalker. That oh, that's can, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, that can keep entering and killing herself because she's a Planeswalker that just has no plus abilities. Just zero and a just minus. minus. Nice. That's all she has is that zero and a minus. I don't even think she has a third ability. I, you had you know. had to pick something that you couldn't turn into mono black. You're just like, there's no cards for mono black. But here. Eric, I could. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's it's legendary matters like, but ninety nine cards are mono black sacrifice. <laughs> I could just change Jessica over to Vile Smasher, <laughs> and it'd probably be better. But <laughs> Brent, these are all swamps. Uh, no, it's three colors. I swear. How do you even cast your dog with a swamp? I don't know. <laughs> Godless shrine. That's how. Yeah, it's a command tower in there somewhere. <laughs> it's a swamp. Uh, all right, yeah. So that was uh, that's my new stack. It's it's basically ready. Uh, I don't know how it'll perform, but uh, you know, just a few cards I needed, like I said. So we'll see what it does. If anything, all right. Before we get into our cards that we're going to talk about, we need to review the set uh, as it stands, uh, which we usually start talking and going over all the mechanics. And it's very important for this set because the mechanics are incredibly strong. 
yeah, it, like you you go through each of these ones. They're like, yeah, this is all good. <laughs> yeah, there are five. Each of the five houses has their own mechanic, and then within the uh, houses, there's also like a sub theme. Mostly, you could base it off of a, a draft format. You know what I mean? Like that's, but you'll see it in like heck in in the lead singers or, or the demons that we went over. Like they have the sub themes literally on their cards as well. So right. that, that's the reason for them. We'll start off with the Cabaretti. That's the Naya colors, and their mechanic is Alliance. Alliance is incredibly strong in Commander because it triggers off of any creature entering the battlefield under your control. Yeah, this is this, this is just really good. <laughs> because yeah. it's like and it's something with tokens, and token right. decks are like running rampant in, in Commander. I mean, because it's such an easy way to win. I have ten things. You have five. I attack. You're I dead. Attack. You're dead. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we can All right. move on. Good yeah. It is one of the easiest ways to win. It's one of the most powerful yeah. strategies, straightforward. And like basically, yeah, there's some that really only matter if you have are playing tokens. But yeah, it's just like creatures are just going to enter the battlefield regardless of what deck you're playing, especially in Naya. Yeah, importantly, so, it's it's creatures under your control, which is yeah. different than just creatures. That would be way too broken. Be way um, too if it was just every creature, it did stuff. That'd but yeah, it doesn't broken. say non-token. It doesn't say like... doesn't say non-token. That's the most important part of Alliance is that all these things trigger on all creatures, which is... That's insane because yeah. it's so easy to... Pump. Avenger of Zendikar typically puts in like, like 10 to 13... Yeah, I, creatures in a single spell so that you're getting 13 triggers off of whatever the alliance trigger is yeah generally that's enough to kill someone <laughs> right it's it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy so that one's nuts the next one just equally as nuts the maestros which is the grixis colors has the uh mechanic called casualty which has a number attached to it, and it's the number of a creature's power in which you have to sacrifice. But when you do, you get to copy the spell. Yeah. So you yeah. just like sack a creature, you get two of the effects that you're casting. I mean, that it, everyone that plays crazy. black knows how powerful this is, and it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, like, you. You just play loose creatures and you just sacrifice them. He's like a creature. Oh, I did the battlefield. What do I oh, drew me a card and it dealt it like put a counter on something. Well, now I'm just normally going to use it to block. So now you just get rid of it to literally double up a spell. It's yeah, nuts. which I mean, so one thing to say, too, is that uh, casual, a casualty of a lower number is better for because right? yep. you you can have a bunch of one power things. You're not allowed to sacrifice three one one tokens to a casualty three spell yeah that, that's a good thing to point it out. is a singular creature uh that you can sacrifice for casualty yeah that's so point. yeah the lower the number the better because it's going to be so ridiculously dumb easy to copy the spell yeah for the lower <laughs> it's casualty. essentially free yeah it's essentially free uh, the next, oh, and their their sub theme is just spells matter, which also in Commander that's a like it's a very really, popular one, yeah. yeah, very popular, especially in Grixis Colors. That's an incredibly popular uh, mechanic. So you'll see a lot of cards that say, you know, add a bunch of mana for spells only, and you're like, yeah, whatever, that's yeah. mana that's for spells true. that yeah. I yeah. <laughs> okay. You're, selling, you're giving me free mana. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and it'd also be like, when you ever you know, copy spells, because you get to copy things, obviously, with casualty. It'll allow you to give things casually. So, yeah, they care about a lot of that stuff. Uh, the Riveteers, their core mechanic might not 
seem that strong, but their sub-theme certainly is. Uh, their core mechanic is Blitz, which is uh, kind of a way... It's like a sneak attack on a card, mm-hmm. except... So the costs generally have a lower cost on them, and Riveteers is the Jund coloring. So when the creatures are cast with their Blitz costs, they get haste, and... You have to sacrifice them at the end of turn, and when they die, you get to draw a card. So kind of replacement effects with haste attached. Yeah, but like the, you sure you lose you lose the creature, quote unquote lose the creature, but you're in junk color, so like that's them. probably kind of a benefit. But yeah, you yeah. get to draw a card, give it haste. It's just like oh, it's definitely a better version of dash. I think I, I prefer this to dash, which is it bounces to your hand. Yeah, yeah, because there there were like a couple cards that were like, oh, this dashing is awesome because I can just like you can't kill this guy because it right. just keeps going back to my hand. But every other card you'd you'd rather to sack to draw a card and then have yeah. it in your so this is going to synergize with a lot of your sacking strategies, which is also part of their sub theme. But the other part of their sub theme is treasures and right. holy effing treasures in this set. Holy the, what what we should really be saying is the sub-theme of the set is treasure. <laughs> yeah. Not just this particular uh, guild or whatever, yeah, be, family, but treasures are, like, insane. We're just all over. We're and all we were having place, a conversation man. that, like, it might, we might have gone too far with treasures. They might yes, treasures have gone, gone too far. This and one thing that's certain in the set, and I think it's, it's because of this uh, River Tears giving this sub-theme, um... Grixis, not the... Remember, that used to be, like, the treasure colors was kind of, like... Right. And it made sense in those colors, right? It was, like, colors that didn't have, like, a good like, time. Like, they're not anything. green, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. but now it's 100% green. Yeah, green now, is 1,000% the best treasure creators of all, like, of literally all the colors. It's incredible. It's pretty nuts, yeah. It's really broken. Why does green get the best treasure? It doesn't make sense. Because it all started in, I think, uh, Ixalan because uh, Grixis was the pirate colors. Yeah. So I'd be yeah, like, oh, they treasures. Have tre- yeah. But also, it like, fits with their colors as like a... Exactly. We're, we're going to let you ramp, sort of. You're going to get like yeah, a ramp yeah. for like a second. You're not really... You can't get players. lands, but you can get... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Green still gets uh, lands at yeah. that time. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I think they made a mistake. But, okay. Moving on to the Brokers, who is the Bant Colors. They have shield counters is their core mechanic. So it's just a brand new counter that they've created. It works as a divine shield and hearthstone. If you played that, essentially, it's uh, or totem armor light is another way yeah, to call yeah. it. Because it's, it's if it gets destroyed or takes any sort of damage. So each instance of damage will remove the counter. So one of our our favorite cards in our playgroup, Staff of Nin, is going to go up in up in yeah, yeah. <laughs> usefulness. Yeah, it's 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 kind of and funny now. Just like you're going to be, but uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty cool protection from you know like board wipes, unless yeah. they're like oh, I got to get around, <laughs> so I got I got to find a way to ping this guy before I hit my board wipe, which is not easy to do. It's like there's not pinging is not a very popular strategy no. i would say overall there's not a lot of there's not a lot of single target damage spells going around in commander no one yeah. plays the lightning bolts or the shocks or anything yeah it's, it, it's it because just doesn't guarantee things are gonna die yeah so in multiplayer commander specifically it's probably gonna work a little bit better yeah um, i think shield counters are gonna be very strong yeah and i, I kind of like this because normally you know 
indestructible. It's just like, well, I can't do anything about that unless I get an exile effect, whatever. But with shield counters, it's kind of fun because it makes a like a little. You can like maneuver the game. There's a mini game, yeah, yeah. There's a mini game involved, and like if I can do enough instances of damage to this thing, we can kill it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I think that's. And fun. you can still that's exile cool it. It doesn't yeah, save you from it. exile effects, which are you know honestly more common than not in Commander anyway. Yeah. Bouncing still works. It's not like it gives it hexproof, so this won't be a, a too. It's a, it's a cool mechanic, and it's something that counters matters, which is actually very important as far as whoa shit oh I spilled my beer. Um, sorry. Uh, it's very important as far as commander goes because I spilled my beer. <laughs> party. We, did, we had a we had a little party foul. <laughs> there might be an awkward chop in the recording. <laughs> we, okay. we just also st- whoop <laughs> whoop, and then like yeah, nothing, 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 and then here we here we are. Uh, resume. We'll have to, we'll have to put in some waiting music, <laughs> some technical difficulties music. <laughs> uh, I did. I should announce too because I spilled a significant portion of my beer. I brought a my backup beer in case Good, I run you gotta have too backup. soon. Yeah, and it's a new component's called having a contingency plan. But don't worry, Eric. It's pretty nice. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not like the best, but it's pretty. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty nice. <laughs> so this is a so, local. So what beer is from... it? It's pretty nice. No, it's I pretty what, nice. What? No, no what Grant. Beer? What what beer is it? <laughs> Pretty nice. It's What's pretty the nice name? Beer. I didn't ask. What's the name of the... <laughs> so this is a fun one from Root Down, which is right here in Phoenixville. Uh, and it is a farmhouse ale, like I, we were mentioning at the top of the yep. show. So, yeah, I, I instantly fell in love. Like I was saying, like I just found these things. Well, it was at this place right downtown that I had done so. It was on my birthday. We went there, and, uh, and I had it. And I was like, oh, that was fucking good. So... Uh, they had it at the store in town too, so I was like, "Yeah, give me some of that shit." All right, uh, where were we though? We we kind of just finished up broker shields counters, right? Because shield counters and sub theme counters, counters, man. Yeah, counters yeah. matters, which is important for commander because there, you can find every kind of uh, counter there is in commander. Yeah. You can find and them all. Every single, and now that they've kind of moved into abilities having counters instead of just gaining yeah. stuff too. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. So it's actually going to be a really cool uh, flavor. I think their sub themes a little more important than their so same with the River Tears. It's like their sub themes are a little stronger. Obscura, however, I think it's the opposite way. Their main mechanic is connive, which we've mentioned yeah. before. This is the eluding effect that if you've discarded a non-land card, you get a plus one plus one counter on the creature. Loot I think that's gonna plus. be really strong. Yeah. Yeah, like it's kind of cool that looting is like a mechanic. Because yeah. they've just been like, oh, it's part of the theme. Drawing cards is usually part of the theme. But now it's just like, oh, connive this. And, and some I, of them, like, there's the, on the commander, it's like connive X. Connive X. Like, oh, man, we're just drawing. We're drawing and like I got to say, cards. don't underestimate how big things get. Because, like, even a single to two counters, you know, on a 1-3 flyer, making that thing a 3-5 flyer, that's, like, significant. That's, like, now hard to punch through. Yeah, you just like have this wall up in front, and it's not like anything crazy. But no, just, but you know, someone has a someone has a two one flyer that they're just okay. Well, they're not going to attack you now. That's yeah. There cool. you go. It's a, don't underestimate those, is what I gotta say. So their sub theme is an interesting one. It's you'll see on a bunch of cards. It cares about things having five different CMCs or mana values in the graveyard. So definitely a more difficult. It's like half delirium it's like a different spin on yeah. delirium 
slash Dell or whatever this, cares about graveyard. This is going to be way harder than I think people than people think because yes. you look at your actual range of mana values. One like lands are actually not that easy to get in your graveyard unless <laughs> unless unless you mill. Yeah. yeah, like I like people. It's like, oh well, I play fetch lands. Like, yeah, there's only like a couple of them in your deck, right? Yeah, um, like, yeah, okay. Like, you play sub fetch lands, man. But like, come on, it's like you might not, you just might not draw them. Yeah, um, not so yeah, you got to be playing some type of self mill to like, yeah, try you, you got to actively try to get this. Like, I, I think it's something like you need to mill like 25 cards or have 25 cards in your graveyard before you're going to be able to get this and as far as i can tell it's all like passive effects that honestly aren't that strong like right, i think yeah. i think this is a forgetful mechanic like like compared I, to ca- like copying a spell yeah, yeah the, i don't even think they balance this well for limited because in limited how in the heck it's gonna be possible you, yeah, right? your, your how in the heck are you ever getting there yeah, right. you're, if you have this, that means you're going to lose the game next turn when you have no cards <laughs> in your library. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there, there is only five different CMCs yeah. in the deck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, like, the legitimately, there's and probably going to be right. And I'm running a single five to seven one yeah. at, the, at the four slot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have right. like two six drops or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the the mechanics of the set. Like we've said, they're really strong for this set in particular. These are really strong. Yeah, like I would suspect casualty to be a mechanic in like the commander deck. Yeah, like not, that not could a, be a commander yeah. uh, mechanic. I absolutely agree with you there. And alliance too. And alliance, alliance too. Like, yeah, geez. these are these are pretty pretty crazy. And shield counters too, actually. Now yeah, shield counters. That's kind of, more of a commander weird. type of thing too. Yeah. So let's get started. With our strongest cards. These are our big money makers. And um, we're only going to go over five. Uh, our top fives. Now, for a set like this, I, I there is 15. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah so, yeah. I, I, the way I described it, like, I think, like, getting the top three was pretty easy. But then there was, like, ten cards that I yeah, wanted that to that are sitting in. in that range of, like, I, like, I want to really talk good. about it, but, like... Yeah. There's too many other things I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm there with you as well. But I, I wrote my top five. Yeah, I have I have like six cards listed here, plus the lands. Um, well, give us give us our your honor. I'll give you one honorary mention then. If you if you have a six, okay, give us an honorary mention. I'll give so okay. This is the this is a good place to talk about these kinds of cards because I always like overrate these cards. I think this card is really good. But okay, but you're uh, you think you might overrate it? Is what yeah, you're these so are it might definitely not be technically top five. It's might not be. Your, okay, yeah, I well, it's just we should per- say overall too. The these are very subjective, right? This is like there's no right, way to yeah. gauge any of this, any of what we say as the best <laughs> because what are you Commander talking about? Right? So we format. are yeah. the definitive answer. We don't play all the games, and therefore we don't know how it all works out and how it all shakes out. Uh, and there's no judgment in Commander because there's also there's no stats, there's no com- like competitive winningness percentage. Right, yeah. So it's just whatever we feel. And yeah, we were kind of talking about one v one Commander a little bit, but yeah, it's it's like maybe maybe you're into just like you only have two people in your play group, so like us for sometimes we just get stuck playing one v one. Some cards just suck in one one on one. But so my honorable mention is Arcane Bombardment. 
Oh, um, okay. I had this on my list. You had it on your list? Okay. I did. I you think want, it's a strong finisher. Do you want to... We'll talk about it when we get into the top five, then. Sure. I'll talk about it right now. It's my we'll five. We'll talk about it right now? All right. Yeah, because it just made my list. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a worthy inclusion. I, I think this as a red finisher is freaking yeah. ridiculous. So this is a four red red enchantment. Whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, exile an instant or sorcery card at random. That's the only downside from your graveyard. Then copy each card exiled with arcane bombardment you may cast any number of the copies without paying their mana cost so like Uh, yeah every spell you get multiple spells and it just gets this is way better to me than the thousand year storm yeah yeah definitely and the and the thousand year storm is a well-known finisher in those decks i mean people make decks of thousand year storm i see this one and i'm like oh my this is this blows it out of the water yeah i think this is way easier to go off. Yeah, I think people are over or putting too much on the random from the graveyard thing. I'm just like, you yeah, can manipulate matters. that, I yeah, think, kind of easily. You can manipulate it if you need to. Otherwise, you're just getting spells on spells on spells. Yeah, and if you get lucky once, you're good. Just think about, like, <laughs> oh, I, like, you know, snag an extra turn spell with this. <laughs> Well, yeah. Isn't that just always just the broken thing? Like everything the broken thing with this, they yeah. should ban all extra turn spells in Commander. Yeah, too, I think but. so. But I like, think they should. But yeah, I, that's such this a is, personal opinion. Yeah, like like you, it's kind of funny with extra turn spells because they're they're like no one cares about them until they're just the most oppressive thing on the planet. Yeah, right. Um, a single one off extra turn is like whatever. Go. Yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. That it's, could yeah. be in, in a in a vacuum. That sounds interesting. Yes, you have you get one t- time warp. It exiles itself. There's no possible way for you to ever cast it again. It says on the card you can't cast this spell more than once in the game. Right. That's my kind of extra turn spell. The rest should go away. <laughs> really should. But yeah, this it's kind of nuts because it's like okay, I cast opt. Well, now I can cast this factor fiction. Now I can cast brawl's expertise. Now I can cast. Like, I don't know, just any, like, you've cast a Psych Rift at some point, boom, you can cast it. Now you can only target one thing with it. But I, I think, like I said, this is one of the strongest finishers in the in the set. I think you'll you'll end up seeing it in decks that, that run it. I, I, I just look at this yeah. card and I'm like, there's no way this doesn't win the game. Yeah. Sometimes. Now, if you, if, and a lot of these effects, it's like, okay, well, if I'm playing instant sorcery, like, spells matter stuff, oh, well, I don't want my counter spell to like be a part of this because it's kind of a blank well now every instant spell you cast is also a counter spell <laughs> yeah. you just get all the nonsense and then you can that's also gross. counter something that's gross yeah i don't even think about scenarios like that but yeah there's all kinds of scenarios that could occur with arcane bombardment yeah. i just i just had to include it because i thought okay it was but my first two are cards that like I, I, i'm you know by themselves in a vacuum they're not like ridiculous and they're both six drops as it were it's just mm-hmm. like they, they end the freaking game. Yeah. <laughs> like these are cards that are just six drops that end the game eventually, and that's that's where Arcane Bombardment falls, and that's why I put it on my list. Yeah. And yeah, because I these kinds of things I'm always like like I feel like I rarely ever see them. But mm-hmm. I just I just look at them like how like you said, if this sticks and exiles like one thing. Also, also <laughs> one thing that. that I like about this, as compared to a lot of other of the really high mana cost enchantments, say like something like Mind's Dilation, 
Mind's Dilation has a big fail rate. You can mm-hmm. people can cast their spells, flip over. Oh, it's a land. Next right. guy casts a spell, flip over. It's a land. And, and that's a good point. That's a good point to bring up. Arcane yeah. Bombardment. Every spell you cast for if it's as long as it's the first one is going to get you value from and it could be a range of anything that you've already cast. Like it's it's always value, which is yeah. And and hopefully you're putting. Uh, instant sorcery spells that are good. <laughs> yeah, attack. I assume like, you're playing commander, so they're not going to be bad. The worst is probably something like you said, like an opt. If you'd run that, right? Which I guess you would. I mean, it's an easy way to trigger it. You yeah, exactly. Run opt, like maybe, but other other one mana spells for sure. Yeah, it's like I'm just thinking of the situation where you're just like, oh, you know, I've cast three instant sorcery spells. I put this down. Okay, I cast my fourth one. Maybe one of them was like a tutor or something, or like a counter spell is kind of the worst um, scenario for the first one you get. But then it's just like, oh well, now I hold up this in. instant. Like, yeah, my, yeah now my huge, uh, actor fiction. This card spell. is that it cares about first spell in each turn, and it does not. The sorceries you copy off of it can be cast. Right. So you get to cast sorceries on other people's turns as an instant speed spell, as long as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's kind quite of, crazy. Kind I mean, this, this card's pretty strong. I had to include it. It had to be my number five. So, all right. What, what's what's your? Then you're getting into your list. Then so go for it. Yeah. Um. I don't. know I guess I could have also just talked about the triumph, but I don't really think so. I actually, they're like these are good lands, but I don't really think they're. I don't like, think they're that good. That they're good. not even that good in commander. Um. So. Okay. So my next one is Vivian on the hunt. Oh, okay. I think she's pretty strong. Uh, so cool. it's a six mana. So it's a four green green planeswalker, four starting loyalty, and it doesn't have an ultimate ability. Uh, it, so it has a plus two. You may sacrifice a creature if you do. Search your library for a creature card with mana value with the one plus the sacrifice creature's uh, mana value. Put that card onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. So you get to tutor for a very specific creature. Onto the battlefield from your from your deck, uh, plus one mill five cards. I mean, it is birthing pod, right? It's a it's literally pod. birthing pod. Yeah, yeah, it's a birthing pod activation. Um, so it's plus one is mill five cards. Then put any number of creature cards milled this way into your hand. So it's like kind of you could just draw like two two cards, probably realistically one to two cards, and then yeah. minus one make a four four rhino warrior creature token, and. A, this can just win on the spot in a nine deck. You play six mana. There's combos that you can you can birthing pod up the combo. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's a birthing pod. Right? Everything, everything yeah. works with birthing pods. And like it's plus one to like fill your graveyard and draw a creature. That's is yeah, that's is good. yeah I right. Think, the plus two you're going to use every time as long as that's going to work yeah, for you. Exactly. <laughs> and if it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work for you, it's not like you have bad options. It's like, right. Okay, yeah. Well, the next option is still good. Right, yeah. It's like when minus one to make a four four is your That's least your impactful thing. Line. You're just like all right. <laughs> Which four six mana sucks. That does it suck, does, yeah. But uh but that's your worst case scenario. Yeah. You if you're gonna play this, also make sure you know your deck because one thing yeah. that sucks is you plus two sacrifice, you're like, ah oh. Yeah, I, I can't get that thing that I wanted. Oops. So oof. Yeah, but Awkward. man, you can like I like you, how it works with itself too, where like you're right. minus one and then plus two on the rhino to get a one drop. One drop or something. <laughs> That's yeah. Hilarious. 
you can. It's a fun way to, for planeswalkers to play with themselves, right? You can do cool things like Avenger of Zendikar into Crater Hoof because that's the natural oh progression. <laughs> There's just tons of ways to just I don't like, love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think the plus two. It's like, oh, I can win right now. Like when you draw this card, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. that's 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 fair. If this thing sits out there, you just always have to be worried. And it's like, yeah, plus two. If you're plus two in each turn, that means it's going from four to six. That's a lot of loyalty. That's a lot of loyalty to too. You can't just against a green deck. Yeah, and you just got yourself a creature out of your deck. Yeah, most likely. And I, I it think says that, you may. You, you can you just plus two it. You don't you have, have to. Sack. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that plus one to mill five is is a hugely underrated one because if you're playing a graveyard yeah. deck, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to plus one to effectively draw five. It's a good way to put it too, that you said like roughly drawing you one to two cards. If it draws you more than two cards as a plus one on this guy, you're like, holy yeah. shit. You're like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good activation. Yeah. Oh, and now it's God. at five. Like they can't just, they can't just yeah. attack it down with just a couple of falters or anything. It's pretty good. Well, mine is the card directly underneath it. The Bootlegger's Stash, or I had the card named Smuggler's Stash. I guess they changed it to Bootlegger's Stash. Yeah, this is on my top list, too. Yep, this is five and a green for an artifact. And all it states is that lands you control have tapped create a treasure. So green, de facto, the best treasure-making color. Why? No one will ever know. Wizards, what the fuck? Someone loves playing green in Wizards. Yeah. Why? Because this is... why did they print that? This card is absurd. Cards and it's absurd. Cards, this is this a, this is my number one specifically. This is your number one. Yeah, this okay. is my number one. I have cards that I think are gonna mostly affect the format more. I think uh, th- this card though, as a finisher, like yeah. that's why I, I put my two finishers as like my four and five, and I'm just like Jesus when I see this thing. You're probably all gonna die in the next few turns because this yeah. guy's about to have twice as much mana as everyone. But, and it's even. But it, it's, like, even better than that. Because, like, all the, like, the Zendikar Resurgent, it, those kind of things, like, oh, you land stat for twice. There's constantly times when you're just like, well, I have an odd, like, mana value thing. Oh, well, like, guess, I guess I'm going to waste the mana. Well, now you get to save that mana for next turn. <laughs> you yep. just actually just ramp. So doubling the mana does not help you here, though, importantly. No, no, no. But I was saying it's better than just the double mana, like okay, Marari's Wake and stuff. It's just better than that. These, and also, artifact I just, synergies. I, I think where it's already, yeah, I was going to say, I think where it really yeah. gets stupid is is once you consider artifact synergies and sacking synergies. It just, this thing just goes out of fucking control. There's a reason we're all upset that treasures are so prevalent. Not only that, it's this isn't going, we're not saying this is broken for mono green decks. Right. It's it's like five color decks just get to run this and then have all their colors forever for like literally this mana fixes it's them. Crazy. This, it produces infinite tokens. This this does so many things. Yeah, like the, there's just so many times when it's just like, well, okay, I didn't I didn't get to counter that spell, so I just have three lands open. I'm just gonna tap them to like to get three treasures for next turn. Yeah, and it's not like they can even... Well, they can respond to the triggers going on the stack, or at least the last trigger, in case they wanted you to be tapped down for any reason. But well, I mean, the triggers <laughs> go on the stack, yeah. But, right. So just, you still just get everything. Case, it's almost like, you almost... If you do this correctly, 
you're actually never without mana because yep. you can tap one at a time. It gives you a treasure. Tap the next one. You get the treasure. Like, so they never have an opportunity except for minus one mana. <laughs> and, and, you actually never have an opportunity to respond. With but you still mana. get it. Yeah. <laughs> you still get it. It's just, it's just dead now. Um, but yeah, it's like, man. And also there's so many things that are like, oh, sacrifice an artifact. Sac- like whenever you sacrifice a permanent, ping something. And now it, I, I think this card could be banned at some point in the future where it's just like, hey, I wouldn't doubt gotta it. get this thing out of here. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. This, I think, is the most bannable card that we're going to talk about. I would agree yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. What's your what's your next on your list? My next one, it's less, it's less like powerful, but I just think it's it's awesome. Is uh, Rob the Archives? Uh, it's oh, I don't it's even know an, what this one is. It's an uncommon. What? It's, and it's in the strongest. It's in the strongest. <laughs> so it's wow. one, one in a red uh, for a sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your library. You may play them this turn. Casualty one. Okay. So for two mana, you draw four. Yeah, like, four yeah. that you have to play this turn. I think this card—it's it's red impulse draw. It's not as good as, as I think you're you're thinking, but it could go in on under the underrated card list for sure because it's definitely good. It's, there's no doubt. It's definitely a good card. Yeah, I I think it's not literally draw four. I yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to end up being kind of close enough. Uh, but this, I think it's going to be like a two mana sack a creature draw two is what it's going to end up. Being closest and play a land from them. I think um, I'm even including the land because you're there's no like unless you're late in the game, I, there's no way you're casting that many spells off of it. Uh, or you're gonna flip three lands and a card and then you're just still, yeah, but you know, that's 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 fine too. You didn't draw them. I, I think I, I think I would yeah. relate this closely to a two mana sack a creature draw two, which is a good card. Well, it's not that's not a bad card, it's good, but. Card. But it, it's but you get to it's more like sac creature scry to draw to okay uh, yeah because you you do get to dig yeah four that's deep. true no I agree with you there um, yeah you're right it's like a scry that's way better to call it out yeah it's probably closest to a two mana sac a creature scry to draw to yeah and I, yeah, I think in in red this is going to be like. This is one of those cards that like when you start playing it you're like oh this is this is kind of like faithless looting. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think this card would definitely in my categories. I would have put that like number one on underrated. Underrated. Lists. Yeah, yeah. I could see it being. That's underrated where I would too. put that for sure. Because I, I, I don't, I don't think it's one of the strongest cards. Honestly, I cards I'm looking at, I'm like, God damn, like, these things hit the battlefield and you can't lose. Right. <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah, card. Just is a lot just, of... it's just a decent card. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. I like. I like these kind of cheap things. Are just like, oh my gosh, I could. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I really need deck. to land right now. I'm playing that in every red deck. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That's a good pick. Uh, my next one is gonna be man. Like four. Also, I just noticed on my list, four out of five are mythics. If that says anything too. It's like, then that's generally where you're gonna find the power. Right. Yeah. Uh. So my third is Angel of Suffering. Ooh. This is okay. Three black black for a five three flying nightmare angel. If damage would be dealt to you, prevent it. No damage is dealt to you, and mill twice that many cards instead. This is pretty. This is on, this is on my favorites list. Holy sh! This card's so insane. It just pretty... shuts people down. They either now have to deal like fifty damage to you to kill you, 
All the while, things are going to your graveyard, and I assume <laughs> you're probably playing a deck right. where you want some things in the graveyard. This this is gonna suddenly turn your uh, your like deck into like a mill deck against a graveyard deck because you're like, oh, well, I can't, I can't attack him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just gonna, gonna mill all twenty damage to you, and he's he's just gonna fill his graveyard, which is what he wants. This yeah. guy's insane. I love so the reason why I, I I just love this card also because it's awesome, but like there's so many cool effects in Magic that like oh also deal like deal five damage to you to go do this thing or something and right. now it's just like oh I get to build ten off of this this is this <laughs> is free <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah self dealing damage cards are gonna be great in this or game. yeah like the like um, earthquake you know deals damage to each yep. player and stuff. Yep, and you're just like, well, absorb right. that and mill instead. Oh, mill God. 15. Yeah, 16. this card is so cool, and it's very, very powerful. I, I I just feel like I would feel so safe casting this card and just being like, well, you have to kill it now. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's no way you're attacking me and letting me mill. You're Now this is the number one threat. And it doesn't matter what your board looked like before. It doesn't matter if you're facing down 20 tokens. You're like, I'll mill 40. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- these are one of the things that like really changes the game because, yeah, it's like you said, it's like, all right, now I'm not worried about t- killing your board until, yeah. and I'm going to mill the thing that I need and I'm just going to reanimate, destroy all your stuff. And it's fine. And I mean, you can pull s- stupid shenanigans like, you know, an elixir immortality in your deck. And it's right, like, yeah. good luck killing me. <laughs> like, now I'll yeah. just. Was it? It's like Gaia's blessing or one of the Eldrazi that shuffles. Yeah, in. So, yeah, right. Just have a Gaia's blessing sitting in your deck somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, there it is. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. So I love Angel of Suffering. I think this card is busted. I think it's really good. Uh, so my next one, you know what? We'll just go on the uncommon train here. What? Yeah. Another uncommon. Another <laughs> uh, this one is Rumor Gatherer. Uh, I like this card a lot. It's I a, was this one nearly missed it's my one list of those. On underrated. Yeah, I, I think this card's crazy good. Yeah, so it's one white white. So for three CMC, it uh, wasn't going to go on my strongest list. Now, an Any elf uncommon's going to go on underrated list. There's no way that's making my, <laughs> my strongest list. Uh, so whenever a creature or uh, whatever, yeah, so it's alliance. It's alliance. It's got alliance. It it's got alliance. So whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, scry one. But if this is the second time this ability is triggered or resolved this turn, draw a card instead. Yeah. So this will require some deck building stuff, but like you can... I love this templating though, because like you're always gonna get the scry no matter what. If it's no the matter fifth what. creature, you're still scrying. You're still scrying one. Love it. Love that template. Yeah. But you know, once per turn you can manufacture ways to get extra uh get extra creatures in play then you can just like hey i'm drawing a card on every turn which is super strong in mono white this is i think this is another one of those like oh if i can if i have a commander that does it then you're just like oh this is insane i'm just drawing a card every turn mono white tokens decks rejoice right (laughs) but one thing i like about this what about the templating thing too is it does reward like Avenger of Zendikar? At, I mean, it does right. reward that. Thirteen but it, things. Yeah, but it's just like, ooh, I'm gonna that's tap the scry ones. Yeah, which sometimes you're just like, that's the card I want. Okay, then <laughs> 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 I don't get any value off of scry one. Uh, but like, if you can, if there, there's you know a million cards that are just like, oh, tap, put like 
like flicker a creature and when it comes into play it makes another creature and you're just like okay draw a card do it again draw a card do it again draw a card and well, also scry one then draw a card yeah. uh and then if you get any more you could continue to scry which now has more value because if that you scryed one that's the one you want then you drew it now you get to see a new card so i i think this is just going to go in i mean obviously token decks but there's going to be some also like non-token decks that are like flicker decks that these are just going to be Maybe auto included in those. Enter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a decent card. Three three mana though, so you know it's not like a, a like easy like slam it down turn one. And you're gonna you're off. To then you're gonna be good to go. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weak. It's only a two one as well with no ability other abilities too. So it's, yeah, you know. this is this. I mean, yeah, this is the card that you're just like. I wish you were to champ it. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. exactly. Like I, I wish anything else. Like you're, you're you're a creature that's gonna die to literal everything. Yeah, which is good because the whole time. Uh, I think being able to draw on every turn, I think, is underrated. Because right. it's just going to be like, oh, shit, he's draw- he drew four cards last turn in, like, in, like, Naya colors. And you're just like, oh, yeah. dang. <laughs> I, again, think this is more of an underrated card than a stronger. There's no way that thing's stronger than Angel of Suffering. <laughs> I, see, I, I don't know, like, but this is the thing where it's, like, all the weaknesses of Rumor Gatherer, like, you just kill it. Like, a- Angel Suffering, you can just, like, okay, I'm going to kill it, then attack you. And it's, gah. That's okay. Yeah, but, but Angel Suffering kept me from losing, while Rumor Gatherer had some very minor benefits. I, I think drawing, scry one, draw a card every turn. Not just your Compared turn, to every turn. all damage? <laughs> I, I think they're comparable. I think they're comparable. <laughs> all right, fair. Uh, my next one, uh, the next two are both artifacts uh, that can be played in all decks, which is part of the reason that I think they're the strongest and they're going to show up everywhere. My first of which, this one maybe I'm a little biased for, but I think the card is insane. And Let me guess. Suspicious card. bookcase. Oh. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Eric. How did you know? I can read you like a... <laughs> Bookcase. Bookcase. Hearse. What? Hearse. Hearse. What? what? <laughs> now, the unlicensed hearse is a vehicle for two mana with crew two. Its power and toughness are equal to the number of cards exiled with it, and it has the ability tap, exile up to two cards from a single graveyard. So come down turn two and just starts exiling everyone's graveyards each turn, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, so I, I I love this card. This is also on my favorites list. I don't think it's like super powerful though. I think I would play this in all my decks. There's no reason not to because it's a perfect grave hate that also just always gives you a creature. Yeah, it, it's you're never fu- going to not be able to crew this thing. It's crew two. It's crew two. You're yeah. Always going to be able to crew this thing. And as soon as this thing's like a 10, 10, 12, 12, that's a fucking beater. I think I think. One kind of interesting thing I think now with vehicles is like, I think vehicles are now taking just like the random artifacts that we normally see spot where it's just yeah. like, yeah, well, this, this is, one, especially right. This completely replaced a utility yeah. artifact slot. Yeah. That's you're just like, just like, well, I could just play this thing. And now at the end of the game, if they have no blockers, they're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, 14, you play this 14. and turn two those kind of rub is usually that's what you want to ramp, but like you just. You just play it on turn four when you're just doing other stuff. Yeah, honestly, turn two probably is not the time you're going to play it. You're probably going to rent. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're definitely not going to play this on turn two. 
Mm-hmm. But you're probably going to play this thing on turn four, turn five, because also you want cards in the graveyard for its first activation anyway. Yeah, you want it, it to constantly be building up. And also, this could easily have been exile one card from target player's graveyard. It'd still be fine, but and two cards that that'll add up. Two cards builds up fast. Yeah, so fast. All of and a sudden, it's incredibly like, good grave hate. It's yeah. really effective grave hate. Yeah, a lot of times, just like. Well, I could exile like their reanimation target, or I could exile, you know, Umbrial Rights, which is flashback. Like, which one's better? It's like, oh, they might have this, might have this, whatever. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna get rid of both. And then I just think this is a card that's so generically good, and it it is generic mana that I would literally play this in every deck. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're kind of having similar arguments between like my Rob the Archives and your Unlicensed uh, Hearse. We're just like just Except unlicensed cards. I play in every deck. Yours, I only play in red decks. Well, I only play five color <laughs> decks, so I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> just play all the colors. That <laughs> yeah, just play every color. What are you talking about? Every deck is all about? colors. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? We're not limiting colors. <laughs> yeah. I broke commander. That's what I. <laughs> it's funny though, because that's I feel like that's how a majority of commander players think, right? They always they're always playing with all the colors. Like it's like what oh, do you it's fine. What do you mean? Every card is available at all times. <laughs> why, why are we talking about this one's available? Yeah, I play monocolored decks, so... <laughs> <laughs> this but card yeah, is exciting. But yeah, like these, um, the with the vehicle aspect of it, it just, like, it does do just enough. Like, normally, a graveyard hate thing would have to be like, well, I can sacrifice to draw two cards, or, like, right. ramp right. or something. This but thing now just it's sticks like, around. This oh, it's a 10 It's always just sitting there, and it's always just eating things, and then just gets big. Uh, Dodges, I, I did mention removal. this one might be a personal bias. I mean, yeah. it probably is better served as, like, the number five on the list or something like that, but I do think this card's insane. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, I get, so my, my last one, um, got one more too. So I, so my, my most powerful, I, I said was bootlegger stash. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, the last card we'll talk about is a uh, rabble rousing. Rabble rousing. Uh, it's one of the hideaway ones. Ah, I love this cycle. I yeah, love the this cycle. So they printed. Fantastic. I, I love how they said hideaway's back and they printed it on five cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Is it? Mm. <laughs> it's like, I guess tech. It's like what they said they were going to reprint fetch lands and then they were just like, but I'm, we're only going to reprint like three. Yeah. <laughs> Not three like, fetch wait. lands, three copy. <laughs> uh, There's only going to be three of them in existence. Yes. What? 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I love this cycle. I This one narrowly is funny. I had like a, a honorary mention for all the lists. This was my honorary mention. It's not like a singular card. Yeah. So I didn't want to put it on my favorites list. But I love all, except for the red one. I love all the other four of them. The <laughs> I hate the red one. Wait, uh, which one's the red? What does the red one do? The red one isn't a red one. It has to be played in five color. So. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a red one. <laughs> and you yeah, have to yeah. cast a multicolored spell. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's the problem. It's just play yeah, all five right. colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every five color commander guy's like, what, what do you mean? What? That's, yeah, red one's great. I don't know why you're talking. Yeah, I love red. all the rest of them. Card. I hate the red one. Um, but you like the white one, it sounds The white like. one, Rabble I think, rousing. is the best. Rabble Rousing, right. so five and a white, so five mana one, value. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, because I like wiretapping. I like the blue wire one. Wiretapping's pretty sweet, too. And then, uh, and Fight Ring's good. Uh, fight Ring might be the easiest to, to cast the thing off of. Uh, power, that, yeah, I think Rabble Even Rousing and Fight Rigging. Stronger. 
Um, so White's effect is Hideaway 5. So Hideaway, they're it's not hideaway really on a lot. Yeah, they're all Hideaway 5. They're all Hideaway 5, yeah. So Hideaway 5 means, so Hideaway N and whatever number. So whenever whenever this thing that gives it Hideaway enters the battlefield, you look at the top five, in this case, cards of your library. You exile one face down, put the rest in the bottom in a random order. And then these Hideaway, ha- these hideaway cards have a trigger that allows you to cast the card for free. Um, so And hideaway, hideaway 5 is perfectly fine. Like, you scry 5 and then put one... Essentially, better yeah, than Hideaway Four, which is what the Hideaway Lands were. Right. And, uh, Sometimes you just you get them. Get stuff, stuff yeah. off the lands. Um, so, Rabble Rousing says, whenever you attack with one or more creatures, create that many one-one green and white citizen creature tokens. Then, if you control uh, ten or more creatures, you can play the card, uh, the Exile card, without paying as mana cost. So, if you have, if you're attacking with five creatures. You get make five. you make five creatures, <laughs> and in this case, they're not attacking, which is good. Uh, right, they're just okay. Now back there to block. Just you make know, five more. You but make you five tokens, <laughs> and then you get to free cast something. Uh, yeah, I think this is kind of nuts because you're essentially, if you're just attacking with your tokens, you're doubling the number of tokens every the, attack step. Yeah, the best part about this one too, compared to the others, like. It has the best passive effect. Well, and the blue one. The blue one's good too. Which the passive effects are really important because, yeah, as soon as you get to cast the hideaway thing, like its usefulness of that portion of it is is used. Right. Up. It yeah. can only cast one. You're only hiding away one thing, and so it gets to cast that one thing. It's just a little extra boost of the thing, but the passives stay around. Yeah, the passive the the enchantment like. You you play that just as the enchantment because effectively every yeah, combat you, you it, double your tokens. Yeah, for white. So. It's and think it's about all strong. these like with alliance stuff and all these mm. other things, and you're just like, yeah. oh, you're attacking with like. I What's don't know, like, super nice too is that like even if all the things that you've attacked with died, doesn't matter. You've replaced them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got all of that. In They're one all back. Yeah. yeah, you only got them in one ones, but like you replaced all your creatures. Guess what? All of them were probably one ones anyway. <laughs> and then <laughs> you just send likely. those citizens in to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, I got, I got three Go to more. <laughs> yeah, basically. Make more tokens. Yeah. yeah. I, this card's I, crazy. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Like, this is just goes in every token deck, obviously. Because... Goes in every token deck, absolutely. Yeah, it's just another one. Yeah, and the more and more they make of those, too. Like, those token decks. Are gonna... yeah. Token decks are just becoming enchantment decks with token finishers. <laughs> because <laughs> they're all just... It, I, some of the token decks I built, I'm just like, I need to have, like, three or four, like, really good enchantment tutors. I don't care yeah. about any other tutors, but I just need, like couple of these guys that are just like a oh, tutor and enchantment put it on top of your deck and because that's all these uh these finishers and enablers and support cards are just like parallel lives rabble rousing you know everything <laughs> it's just a, yeah. just a bunch of enchantment stuff that leaves it with my number one and we haven't talked about it yet i can't believe we haven't this card i think is going to single-handedly change the landscape for certain cards this is luxier giada's gift Mm. a one mana legendary artifact equipment with equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each counter on it this is also in my favorites it also has the ability so it has equip for three to equip to a creature but it also has equip one for a planeswalker and states equip permanent 
isn't a planeswalker and is a creature in addition to its other types. And in the in the reminder text, it says loyalty abilities can still be activated. I think this thing single-handedly changes the landscape for planeswalkers and commander. One of the biggest faults of planeswalkers and commander is that there's three other players that can attack it. It's very easy to kill them. Not when they're a creature. Yes, there's still a lot of removal spells. But it's a lot easier to remove them when there's planeswalkers that can be attacked directly. Yeah, I, I kind of surprised at how much I disagree with the power level of this. I do agree it's going to change how planeswalkers work, but like, I think this thing's busted. Not only so that's what it does for planeswalkers, right? That's one thing. The fact that its text is that equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each counter on it. That means that any creature that relies on counters is doubled in power. Yeah, I think that is the crazy part. So, the, right. Well, so what all my argument for this card being the strongest is the fact that, like, of how dynamic it is as a card, is it, like, completely changes the landscape of not only your Planeswalkers, and a lot of people play Planeswalkers as commanders. I think that's a shoe in to go in any of those decks. I you should play a copy of this. I need to know... Any, for any of you listeners out there, um, send us a picture of you killing somebody with commander damage from a planeswalker. <laughs> from a planeswalker, yeah. So I, one other quirky, quirky, quirky friggin' thing, too, is that once it's a creature, you can't remove the loyalty counters from it with damage. Yeah, that's interesting. Because yeah, I, so yeah. if it, as a creature, you block it, it and you're like, I don't forward damage to it. Remove its loyalty. You no, know, I did it. Not how it works. I didn't. It does not know remove that. its loyalty. I get that. I just haven't thought about that. That's um, what I mean. This card is so wildly brain melting that, like, without us playing with it, I don't think people know how busted. Yeah. I, I. So yeah. I. I. I think you've hit the nail on the head there because in my head, and who who knows? You know, I, we haven't played with it yet. <laughs> but I, I, what I'm thinking of, someone goes like, okay, Luxor's Gift, equip onto my Planeswalker, at, like, plus, attack you. I'm like, okay, board wipe. And now it's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, got rid of that Planeswalker now. Yeah. Um, which could happen, or I'm now I'm pissed off because I have my creature deck, I don't play many board wipes, and now I can't get rid of the stupid Planeswalker. Right. Uh, which, like, what you're saying. And I'm like, Ah, damn! I had a very easy way to attack this planeswalker down, and now I can't do it. Right. This card also should be said it has a bunch of infinite combos. Many of them probably aren't right. even figured out yet, but I yeah. like it. Obviously, has the devoted druid ones. Any creature that can put negative one counters on itself, it gets completely undone. Right. Yeah. By the fact <laughs> that it gets plus one plus one for each counter, so it can go infinite just like that, just by being yeah. equipped. There's just so many ways this card is going to be totally busted. Also, it's not going to be banned or anything like that. Right. It's going to get close to that. It's only a single card. I wonder... I, I agreed with you with, with saying the... What was it called? Smuggler's Stash. I think that card would get banned way before this card ever would. Right, yeah. Just, just because of the prevalency is, of, of yeah, good treasures. Yeah, stuff. exactly. I think they're going to have um, to just like, mix that card. But yeah, also, we should say this. This is a one mana value one equipment... Mana. And also, equip Planeswalker 1 and equip 3 for normal creature. That's not that bad. That's That's not bad. To double think about it, if you had a Mana Gorger Hydra with 9 counters on it, the thing becomes a 1919 Trampler just with this equipment alone. Yeah. And then 
insane. The equipped planeswalker one thing too is pretty sweet because you can so like Gideon kind of turns himself into a, a creature, but now it's just as a buff to Gideon, and so you can like put it on that one, then move it over to another planeswalker you have. I could <laughs> I could see this being kind of like this, a cool this card is unreal, man. Like Super Fred's decks, you just get like awesome activated abilities all the time. But now you can be like, well, now I'm not going to ultimate. Now I'm just going to keep plus like one because or plus two or whatever yep. to to boost up my my like awesome uh, awesome luxured up planeswalker. Yep, I just think the fact that in Commander overall in general, I think you're safer. With your planeswalker being a creature, actually, yeah, I think I, that's going to be the crux. Where if if that's true, then then this card, then this card is pretty <laughs> sweet, and like any, it has a potential. Like if if it's objectively better for your planeswalker to be a creature, then this card is just like oh, any any deck that has a planeswalker as a commander, like probably yeah, should think about running this. I think I and I, and that's my argument too. I think that you have to. <laughs> I think anyone that runs planeswalkers as commander is going to want this card in there you got to think about it at least as an option yeah i think especially because think about how high some of their loyalties get that that creature's that big yeah <laughs> you know if you if you have an oko you can get that thing to like a plus 12 <laughs> really fucking fast that thing's a yeah. 12 12 certain commi- certain planeswalkers yeah you like i oh, have the ultimate's not that great so i'm just gonna keep plus twoing but some some of them are, are like, oh, I'm always going to like minus two, minus two, minus two, plus one, right. minus two thing. So some of them, I don't think so, Which but like... So, it's a creature, whatever. The I new just, Vivian. And you can just do it. Two, is you just like, oh, Vivian, well. <laughs> plus two all day. I it's only big. plus two. That's, That's a, a big six, gal. Six. And then you can sacrifice she can it. Plus t- can, she, can she, or just, I think it says another. A creature. Right? She could sacrifice herself and get a seven drop. Yeah, he's like, why would... Why would they say another creature? Because it's not a creature. Because it's not a creature. <laughs> Why would they care? <laughs> Why would they care to template it that yeah. way? Yeah. So I, I think this card's gonna is such a game changer, man. It's just so it's so unique. Cool. Good so good card. Those were our strongest. Yes. Which usually now, we don't have as many disagreements as as yeah, that strongest was wild, so, and there are a lot. Pretty, like, pretty controversial. Pretty, pretty controversial. Yeah, we didn't even well, talk about. I mean, I, I guess we. I won't bring it up, but now we'll go to our underrateds, and these I do have one rare on my list of underrateds, but normally underrateds I search into the commons and uncommons, and there's plenty of choices here too. Let me tell you. Yeah, I for me, yeah, I a lot of them are uncommons, but a lot of them are rares that I think yeah. people will just be like. Oh, that's a good card. I'm not going to put right. in my deck, though. And it's like, right. well, hold on. Maybe you should. Yeah, there's one that I had for sure that I'm like, man, I don't think people realize how good this thing is. But Yeah. All right. We'll uh, you you kick us off this time. I'll kick you off with my number five card. Because honestly, it's situational. Uh, it's a good card in a situation that I think maybe is not thought about enough. And this is Dig Up the Body. It is a Ooh. casualty card, which ups its uh, usefulness, right? Yep. Two and a black for an instant with casualty one. Mill two cards, then you may return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Ooh, it's an instant. Correct. So where I see you doing this is someone's targeting your creature with something. You can cast this, sack that creature that they're assuming gonna kill anyway, 
their spell will fizzle if that matters. And a lot of times it does. Sometimes, you know, people will cast a spell that says like, I deal eight damage to your thing. I gain eight life. And you're like, well, you'll gain nothing because it has no target. <laughs> no targets for no you. No target for you because I sacked it and got two spells. And that two spells gets me that creature that you targeted right back to my hand, bitch. <laughs> plus another one plus some mill. So I just think that there is a corner case where this card's nuts. That yeah, I'm I mean, like, that's you're drawing underrated. two cards. Probably good. You're drawing two yeah, two cards that have are good and have died. I think I think it's only underrated in the scenario I I maybe have laid out where like you you do kind of want to wait for the moment, right? It's, yeah. it's like this is like the moment is right <laughs> kind yeah. of deal. No, but, but you can. It is an instant speed, so you can also use it in um, block scenarios. I block yep. with my one one. It's gone, whatever, and I get two creatures back. Yeah, in the right decks, especially in black, you can figure out ways to get value off of your creature dying and also creatures that were on the battlefield then sacrifice themselves and are just like, cool, I got it back now. And you, you mill four off of it. Now you have to mill two, choose a creature, then mill another two, and then choose a creature. Right, um, right, which is really nice. If you've sacked a non-token creature for this spell, you know on the first trigger you're at least going to have one. Right. So you have four more cards possible to get that second creature if you didn't have one in your graveyard. Yeah. Because yeah. like the first thing, like you'll, you'll sack the creature, you'll mill two cards, you can return the creature that you had sacked, and then you get to mill two more cards, and hopefully there's a creature now, at least. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought yeah. it was a sweet card that I was like, oh, man, oh, that's got nice. a corner case where it's nuts. <laughs> um, okay, so one of mine... This is this is a card that you're going to be like Eric. No, this card is you're you're going to either be like Eric. No, this card's good. It shouldn't be on underrated list. But <laughs> this is definitely one of those cards that like it's everyone's going to think it's like the hundred and fifteenth card yeah. in your deck. Um, but I just think this is awesome. It's a Titan of Industry. Oh yeah, I Eric, I almost put this on my strongest list. But yeah, this is, I, this is in the top ten, right? This is this. this I think this crazy. is good. Um, but so like you said, it's in the 115. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> in the 115. Card. It's not quite in the top five because it's so vanilla. But like, yeah, this thing's crazy. Yeah, thing's so crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll read what it does. So Titan of Industry, it's a uh, four green, green, green. So it's seven mana value elemental. It's a seven, seven with reach trample. And when it enters the battlefield, choose two of the following uh, four choices. One, destroy an artifact or enchantment. Two, uh, target player gains five life. A creature, uh, three. Create. A cre- you you create a uh, a four four rhino warrior, or in uh, four you uh, put a shield counter on a creature you control. Now all those except for maybe the five life are fantastic. You're you're always going to find value in in something like that. And like for me, I feel like this. People are going to look at that and like it doesn't say all. It doesn't say destroy a creature on it. It doesn't say <laughs> all these crazy yeah, things. It doesn't target artifact or enchantment. Might as well it's, say. Yeah, it's might as well sure. stay. Just whatever. <laughs> yeah, putting a shield counter on something. You're always gonna like it, at minimum. It creates another four four. Also, the shield counter templating is incredible in that it doesn't target. Yeah. So they could remove anything they want in response, and that's on the stack. Can then target whatever. Then can then put the shield counter on right. whatever it wants to. Because you didn't target it. Yeah, you choose those two. Yeah, you can just 
yeah, you 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 it does everything they the can't way you want it to to the shield counter. Right, right yeah. is what I'm saying. They can't like, oh, because you put the shield counter on that, I'm going to destroy it. No, the shield counter is already there. Yeah, because if if I put it on that, it means it's there. You don't have to declare targets. That yeah, there's no. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and I think. Man, people are going to be scared away. Seven mana, like oh, seven mana, I should win the game or something. But like, and man, li- well, and limited. This does say seven mana win. The game. Yeah, you. Ju- it just says <laughs> Titan Industry destroy an opponent. <laughs> destroy target limited, limited. This says seven mana to just win the game. Scoop it up, game two. <laughs> and then, then you have to go and be like, shit. You know. He's got a Titan of Industry on uh, seven, so I'm fucked. But yeah, I think in so this is my gameplay scenario. It's like. You're playing a reanimator deck or something, or you have to choose which thing to bounce to to flicker. Like you're always going to kind of want to pick this one because someone's parallel lives is going to be out in the battlefield, or someone's like you say Luxor is going to be out in the battlefield. Uh, so it's be like, well, I kind of got to get rid of his omniscience, or I kind of got to get rid of this thing. Right. Then you're gonna be like, oh well, I'm also going to save my commander. Uh, put a shield counter on my commander. Like, oh, that felt really good. Or I'm going to create a 4-4 token and destroy this thing. Like, you're basically always going to choose destroy uh, an artifact or equipment. But, like, man, there's there's yeah, tons commander, of... Commander, yeah, you mostly probably are, right? Yeah. Some, <laughs> like, you're almost always. Something always nuts so is going to happen. <laughs> so um, good but, yeah, like, I'm just looking back and, and, like, almost every time when I'm like, oh, man, I need an effect like this. This thing kind of does it. <laughs> Where it's just like, man, I just need something that like puts two blockers into play, otherwise I'm dead. Like, oh, it does it. Oh, I just need something that like this would be a fun one to play. Yeah, I just think people are gonna cut it because it doesn't say the commander version of it, which is like destroy you know, all artifacts or something. If, but if anyone just, actually plays this card, I don't see a world in which you're like, I should cut that because <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like you're gonna play it and every time. You're gonna go that did that did everything great I wanted to. and then it's a seven seven reach <laughs> trample so on the yeah. Back end. yeah um also for you fallen at home that means eric put two uncommons on a strongest list and a mythic on underrated <laughs> so. yep <laughs> <laughs> don't know if he knows the point of the game but <laughs> there are some bad mythics out there though <laughs> <laughs> there are that is fair to say there are, and there's one in this set man the the meeting of the five. Oh yeah i looked at that i was like Ooh, cool. That is, is this... god awful. I saw all those mana symbols and I was like, nice. Yeah, and then I saw them like, not nice. Okay, it sucks. Yeah. All right. My next one, uh, and this one, I, I always look for this type of card. And there wa- there's one in this set, and I'm going to put it in the deck. And I love this card, and I think it's underrated. <laughs> and I love how this comes up, Eric, every time we go over a set because it has the word phasing on it. So clearly, <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah, like, I know exactly what card you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so this is slip out the back. Yeah. One blue mana Great name. instant. Yeah, slip out the back. One blue mana, and in the flavor text, I was never here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is an instant for one blue mana. Put a one, one, plus one, plus one counter on target creature, and it phases out. Yeah. What an amazing way to save your commander for a single mana, and it gets bigger. <laughs> yeah. Card fa- crazy good. Phasing is so awesome because, like. Phasing's amazing. You can use it offensively too, where it's like, yep. I just need to rule this as a blocker. Okay, it's phases One out. Mana. Yeah, it'll get bigger in that case when it comes back. But yeah. you got rid of it maybe for like it won you the game because Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, this card's awesome. This yeah, card is sweet. incredible. It might not even be underrated. Maybe people are figuring it out. 
Maybe. No, this is a very classic. Like someone plays him, like, "Why are you playing it?" It's like it just won me the game, just and then it goes like, yeah, "Oh well," and blow you out with a one mana spell. Also, right. phasing the best thing about phasing the best thing about this card, it gets like there's no board wipe that can mess with this. Right. Yeah. This is the perfect card against all board wipes. You just phase your thing out, and it comes back with a counter. It's so good. I love slip out the back. Yeah, this is like better than giving it hexproof, and it saves it for the entire turn cycle, yep. which is also underrated because sometimes it's just like, oh man, yeah. until like, your next turn, it's phased, so it's like, it'll come back on your turn. Because how many times it was it like, oh, I have this really awesome command. I'm playing Brea, and you're like, we gotta kill Brea, otherwise he's gonna win. Targeted like, oh, I countered your spell or something, or I gave it hexproof until end of turn. Ha ha! I beat you, and then the next person goes like, now I kill it. Okay. <laughs> like at least I got, you know, a two for one kind of out of it, but then it's just like they nope, got me. it's bad. They got me. Yeah. What's next on the list? Um all right. So here is a rare, which I you think is mythic to rare and still yep. underrated. Okay. Yep, all right. Okay. You, I see what's if happening. If you test me, I'll throw you another mythic too. I have like five <laughs> I, of these cards. I did say I do have one rare on my yeah. list, but um so this one is a devilish valet. Okay, it's I a, did. This one was an honorary mention for for my underrateds, actually. I, so I do agree with you here. Don't sound disappointed by it. Like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, like all right, oh, fine. That's, I get it. It's a rare, but this hey, one could make the list. Broken clock but is right. It also might not be underrated because people might just play it and win. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I I think of as underrated. I guess where if someone goes like, oh, I didn't really think about putting that in the deck, and it's like, oh, well, it just won me the game. Yeah, well, it um, just wins. So this card just wins. So this is literally what it is built to do. So Devilish <laughs> Valet is a for two and a red, so three mana value. A Devil Warrior would trample haste to one three, and that's it. No, uh, <laughs> got alliance. So it's got alliance. Got alliance. So whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, double uh, Devilish Valet's power until another turn. So it starts out as a one three, right? But so if you Let's say you're you also have rabble rousing, and you attack with five creatures in total. <laughs> you create five one ones in a, in one turn, which is honestly not that hard to do. No, this, in commander, it's five. I will agree. Five creatures entering sounds normal. Look, we were yeah. talking about Avenger of Vanzikar is thirteen. Yeah, exactly. So this, if you if you create five creatures, this becomes a thirty-two three <laughs> with trample and haste. With trample and yeah. haste. So, yeah, this is oh kind of God. like, this is one of those things that, yeah, it's like, okay, I play, I have 10 lands out, I play Devilish Valet, Avenger of Zendikar. You're dead. Yeah. Now I have 120 power, 128 power creature, and you're just like, oh, well. What I'm makes dead. it underrated to me is like, obviously in those scenarios, yeah, it's, it's just, it's straight busted. It would be on the strongest list. But here's where I think it's just straight good. I, I think about this card in a deck like my Zerzoff deck. It could reliably mm. put three creatures onto the battlefield each turn. Yeah. So even with that, this thing's what, an 8-3? Uh, three, three yeah. To four, doubles to eight. So it's at an 8, it's attacking as an 8-3 trampler. It's pretty good that it, they are gonna have to kill. They're gonna have to block it with at least three power right. to kill this thing, because they can't have this thing attacking them for eight each turn. And if, and if it has this little subtle like trickery thing to it, where let's say you're playing Naya tokens or whatever, and you just have a bunch of open mana, I attack you. It's like, well, how many creatures are you going to sign to block this thing? 
because right. it's a one three now and you there you could let in the other like six or eight yes. damage in it's yeah. like well if i if i white or if i white some zenith for five like for six and now you're dead <laughs> yeah. i dealt 64 damage to you and you're dead you're just like well or i guess 64 damage with trample you're just dead anyway but like with <laughs> with five <laughs> then it's like well uh do i block it with 10 and just just let it die for no man it's like what are you gonna do right um, gives you no good options so yeah this this card's crazy it's good well i'll give you a card next that has the potential i think to be incredibly incredibly busted with everything going on this set this is the stimulus package Ooh, I looked at that card. Hold on, I, I, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, so this is an enchantment for four mana, two green and a red. When it enters, it gives you two of the mana back in the terms of treasures, and it gives you the ability to sacrifice your treasures for zero mana. Just sack a treasure, make a 1-1 one, uh, citizen. Yeah, they're like... You could turn hmm. all your treasures now into 1-1s. One, there's a couple of these cards currency. that use treasures in other ways. And now they're like, what if we made treasures better? Yeah. Yeah. Does the Facebringer one cost mana, though? Because that, that one, the red one, that like, it gives you um, treasures whenever any of your creatures hit, which is un- absurd. In uh, right. No, the Facebreaker. Yeah. Oh, it also doesn't cost mana. Yeah. Which doesn't, is also sack incredibly broken, too. Yeah. You literally, Impulse you can now trade treasures for card draw with that thing. Yeah. Fuck that card. This, this Jesus, was this was my like so other one. I was like, this might just be busted. <laughs> yeah, these these all just might be busted, and that's the whole point. Was like, they why did they not have a mana cost associated with this? Like, I think that that might be a big mistake. That it's just too easy to sack treasures, turn them into something else. Mm-hmm. Because if I think about my Fane deck, which does this, and I know how strong this is, I have to pay four mana. And I can only do it once each turn by tapping my guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's strong yeah. then. This card costs zero mana and allows you to do that all. Yeah. It's it, better than my commander as an uh, uncommon enchantment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That concerns me. It's like, that hmm. concerns me a lot. And this you get to, it's a four-man enchantment. You that just gives get you two treasures. Two treasures. <laughs> You're just like, wait, what? And like I said, it's better than my entire commander on a four mana uncommon enchantment. Yeah. And that's a good commander deck. So this concerns me. Uh, I think it's underrated. I think this one's going to slip under the radar. Yeah, I could totally see. Until commander games get their hands on it and they go, oh. (laughs) Yeah, I could see people being like arguing over like, should I kill this? Or like the Ristic study. You should kill Ristic study. But, you know, it's just like, oh, but this. He's, he's making, like, five treasures a turn or something. It's just crazy. I just see, like, this in a Naya deck with a Smothering Tithe and a, and a Jetmere Nexus of Revels guy. And, the, and, like, the turn cycle ends. He's got nine treasures. And he just goes, sack all nine treasures, and now Whoop. I attack you. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're all now dead. Now you're dead, because yeah. Because they're all, yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's and, just going to be too easy. And they they do the vehicle thing where you hide your creatures as yeah, treasures. they're all treasures right now. You wipe the board, <laughs> and it's like, all right, now I, <laughs> now I make and five. And you don't cast Jetmere because you don't need to. You just cast them on your turn. And, yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's just getting too easy. Anyway. Um, well, if you uh, wanted to use those tokens for something more, I have uh, one of the, this is one of the legendaries. 
uh, Ginny Faye, Jetmere second. Oh yeah, yeah, crazy card, um, crazy card. Now it doesn't look like it does a lot on its face value, especially compared to the other token commanders out there. So this is why I think it's kind of underrated when people look at and it. Did we like, go over this in our last episode? I don't remember going over this. I don't one. think so. We went over Jetmere and we went over like the commander. Oh, deck. the ones from the commander product. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't go over this cycle. Actually, you're right. Like the secondary legendary. Yeah, the secondary um, cycle of uh, legendary rare cards. Yeah. And so these ones, this cycle have like wild mana cost. So it's yes. red green hybrid green and then green white hybrid so you could yeah. play green green red green white uh red green 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 white any combination at least has one green in it up to three um, it's actually quite clever how they did it too it's all the allied colors are yeah. the hybrid mana symbols and then so that the one that ties them together is the one it's the green and they put it in the middle so it's pretty yeah. nice yeah um so this effect is if you would create one or more tokens you can instead create that many two two green cats with haste or that many three one green dogs with vigilance so it changes the tokens it doesn't add any um but man Making all your 1-1 one, one citizens or saprolinks into 2-2s two with haste is huge. Like, you put cards in your deck just to That's give busted. all your tokens haste. Yeah, it's busted. it's busted. So, yeah, I'm just like... It's also ooh. busted with something like, uh, what's the seven mana one that makes treasures for all the lands? Oh, seven, uh, you're talking about the green... No, it's like a red sorcery. It costs like seven oh, and a red. Uh, yeah, um, Brass's Bounty or something? Brass's Bounty. Yeah. Like, imagine casting Brass's Bounty with, like, ten lands out. You can That, that just makes ten tutus instead. Yeah, or Bootlegger Eight. Stash, now your lands just are... <laughs> All your lands tap to create a token. Oh my yes. god. With so haste. stupid, dude. So dumb. Screw token decks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just so like... Sick of them and how strong they are. Like, every card's just busted. Yeah, they they kind of made a they put their line in that. What do tokens do? Well, they oh. instead of just adding power, they like multiply the power. So it's just like yeah. we double all the number of tokens. We double the power of all the tokens. It's just like, well, <laughs> I have these two enchantments, so now everything I create is not only twice as powerful, but there's twice as many of them, <laughs> and they're gonna attack you with haste. It's like, ah, oh, oh, shit. Oh God. Uh, well, my next card up, which is my number two of underrateds, is my rare. Uh, talk about underrated. How about an underdog, Eric? <laughs> Whoa. I'll give you the tenacious underdog. Love the name of uh, this one and a black human warrior for 3-2. He's got the blitz mechanic, but it costs more than his cost. <laughs> Are you <laughs> telling you me like, you didn't what? pick this? So is this also your best art because of just the sheer number of abs? It has the most abs per uh, square inch of art since any card we've ever seen. I think I think that's correct. <laughs> um, so its bliss cost is actually two black black and pay two life. Uh, and but it also says you may cast it from your graveyard using its blitz. So why this is so important for a black deck is this is infinite draw in your graveyard whenever you want it to be <laughs> for four mana. Yeah. It's and just, it's, you always have this card in your graveyard and can draw a card in any black deck. 
This yeah. sounds crazy. So I, I love the flavor of it too, because it's like this guy, <laughs> no matter how he just baby. keeps getting back he up. He's getting back up. And he's awful. Because, because it's just a three two. <laughs> he's just a human warrior three two, no special abilities. And meanwhile, there's like Eldrazi Saya, just like I am the harbinger of the end of times. And guy's like, all right, round three. All right, here we go. Boom, he Boom, he's dead. Like, but he do- <laughs> and then you're like betting on it. I love the flavor is great with this yeah. card. Just everything's good about this card. And I think I don't know if people, uh, you know, four mana might sound like a lot, but when it's always there, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, just to always have card draw sitting in your graveyard for four mana that you've done nothing to do, and it's also sack bonus as well. Yep. Yeah, and like you know the the way Blitz is worded, it's awesome because no matter when it dies, it draws a card. Like you don't have to sacrifice yep. it to you can Blitz sacrifice it on your own terms if you want. You can attack mm-hmm. with the three two if if you want to do that. If it it gives you it always gives you think about it this way too for those decks it always gives you an attack trigger if that's what you need in your deck right this is a guaranteed attack trigger coming out of your graveyard every turn if you need an attack trigger like oh i only had that one creature it's just like oh four mana now i have an attack trigger damn that triggers this thing which triggers yeah you know a lot of decks rely on those things and then you're going to draw a card anyway so I, i just think this card's crazy good all right, so how many did I do? One, two. I only got one left. Uh, three. All right, which is so, a cute one at best. I don't even know. I, so I, I think I, I, I think I have best. two left because you went first. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I so I, this card just might just be busted. Uh, <laughs> illicit shipment. It's Ooh. a three uh, black black. It's an uncommon. So that's fine. Uh, it is a tutor for five mana with casualty three. Oh yes. Um, yeah. so the difference between tutoring for one card and tutoring for two cards, I think is way bigger than yeah. most people get. I think this card's safe enough though, because of the five mana, honestly, that tutoring for five mana is never, even if you tutor for two cards, there's a lot of tutors for two cards at five mana. Yeah. I, well, I think uh, tutor for two cards for five mana. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, there's, there's cards that do that. They might tutor for specific cards, but uh... yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if there are too many of them. Um, but there, like the ability just to tutor for any two cards, like most combos and commander are like two card combos. Maybe they work with your commander, but just like for five mana, you just okay. I'm going to win the game next turn and sack at three mana and sack at three mana, three power, three power, uh, three power. Yeah, three power. Um, I think is one of those things that like because the most common one is like the increasing ambition, I think, but that costs you 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 cast it for five just to tutor once, yeah, and then you cost like eight to get two. Yeah, I know, but it's like that card doesn't really get seen too much play. But oh, man, I if someone casts illicit shi- illicit shipment and then casualties it, I'm like, guys, he's gonna win the game next turn. Because <laughs> <laughs> that um. I think that efficiency is is pretty strong, and maybe, you know maybe I'm just not thinking of a bunch of, of tutors that do that. But like, there's there's so many times when you just have to waste the time just to tutor for one card, and tutoring for your combo, I think it's just. So there, there's a couple crazy. that I'm searching now that a lot of them that do search for two, one goes to the graveyard, one goes to hand. But for though any of those, it you know 
that's like something that you fit into your you know mindset you could yeah like final parting does that for five mana burning room demon does for six gifts ungiven does it for four instant speed yeah there are a bunch of um the Gerard's orders does it for creatures at four mana i think there's gifts a, is banned but yeah but it's not banned gifts ungiven yeah it's not banned i thought it was ranger um, does it at four mana but only for creatures of one uh, yeah. Shared summons does it at five mana for uh, at instant speed. Um, so there, there's shared summon is for specific creatures though. Just for creatures, yeah. But like yeah. I said, it's like you know, I, I, I well, none of two, them are ever busted. Like, well, yeah, I think yeah, and that's right. That's why it's not on my top five yeah, power. Right, but yeah, still, yeah. I think um, just being be able to though, that's fair. being uh, being able to search for. And it, this, it that's kind of why it's underrated to me because, like, I honestly don't even think I'd consider playing this. I just um, think it would cost too much mana, and I don't want to sacrifice my three power thing. Sometimes, and, and yeah, I I think it's like um, the difference between being able to tutor for anything and just like two creatures with power two or less. I think is is like game changing mm-hmm. because you can just get your two card infinite combo and just be like, okay, I'm going to win the game next turn. And there's right. not really too many. Things that do that in specific, especially if one one's a creature, one's an artifact, one's something, and like you don't know what the cards are, so you uh, like you don't have to show them. So like it's very different when somebody tutors for something and you don't know versus somebody's like, hey, I've got I I tutor for Crater Hoof Behemoth, even though usually you know when somebody's tutored for Crater Hoof Behemoth, it's just like right. okay, well now I have to save my counter spell for that. Um, yeah, I think. People are going to look at five mana tutor and be like, "That's bad," <laughs> which you should at just that because that is horrible. But now, if you're at if you're on turn four, you can I think take a turn off to tutor up for your infinite two card combo, and then on turn six or turn five, win the game. Right. All right, my last card. And I'm actually going to throw a wrench in what I wrote because I found another card and I actually think it's more worth talking about. Well, this is a live, live audible. Audible. Uh, uh, the card I had, I'll toss in as an honorable mention, but it doesn't deserve the number one spot in underrated. What I think does, however, and it's funny, I, I, I jested with Eric the whole time, as I'm actually going with a mythic for this because <laughs> we've ignored it this whole time, right? It hasn't got on our strongest list. And I think that that might already be enough to say it's underrated because this card might be straight busted. This is the Sanctuary Warden. Four mm. white, white. For a 5-5 five, five flying angel soldier, when it enters, it comes in with two shield counters on it. <laughs> it's wearing two up, shields. And has the ability, whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, you may remove a counter from any creature... Uh, that you control, of course, or Planeswalker you control. And if you did that, you draw a card and create a 1-1 human. (laughs) This card's crazy! I guess it is underrated to me. It's like you, so you draw, you draw an extra card every turn is kind of what it's saying. That's kind of what it's saying, and you're swinging with a 5-5 pretty much indestructible creature here. 
Yeah, I, I think also the the two doubling up on shield counters, I think, is going to be one of the most it's annoying nuts, things. Right? Yeah, right. Like that that ability alone is like nuts. It's like, oh my god. Because you're not just only like, has one. Even if I wipe the board, he still has. He still one. has. Just like get rid of this thing. It's like no, and then you proliferate it. You're like ah. Like if it was just indestructible, we'd be like, well, all right, can't deal with it. But there's a chance you can get rid of it. And that's what's going to drive you, you can, crazy. Like, remove counters from other creatures that you control too to draw the cards and get the one one I, uh-huh. I think this card's crazy you need to figure out how to turn a saga into a creature and then <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you can remove the <laughs> counters from it yeah uh, there are cards that say enchantments become creatures in white just those, saying those are cards those are cards yeah but no I, I think this card actually by itself is just crazy good Mirror on it's kind of fun too. It, or wait, hold on, never mind. I, I thought it was something else. It's a bunch of mirror shards. I thought it was a bunch of people holding sh- sh- like spears up against this person. Oh, <laughs> the this no, I think it's like dangerous. Is like, well, I got two shield counters, baby. You can't touch <laughs> yeah, this. It's like something behind it shattering or something. Yeah. My honorable mention was exotic pets. Oh, exotic pets! I have a. I, I think it's a cool card. That's going to come up later in my list. Okay, <laughs> let's talk, talk about it later. What's your last underrated then? Um, man, I have a bunch of them. So I think I, I'm going to go with, like, a, I think a truly underrated card. This one, I mean, it's a rare, so. Um, but it's a, <laughs> I love how we went with all these rares and new things that well, underrated. I think some, some of the rares that kind of is like, it just swung and missed. And it's just like, ah, this isn't going right. to do what you want. Um, so this one is Scheming Fence. It's a white blue for a two three human citizen. Oh right! Yeah. Uh, as it enters the battlefield, choose a non-land permanent. Activated abilities of chosen permanent can't be activated, and scheming fence has all activated abilities of the chosen permanent except for loyalty abilities. You can spend mana as though it were mana of any color. Um, that's a good card. That's a really good in commander. Yeah, I yeah. This is one of those things that's just so like every uh, in every <laughs> game of commander, you'll see something with activated abilities so yep. this thing stealing those abilities is probably good yeah it's uh, yeah i think it's pretty sweet and also like tons of commanders are like oh i have two activated abilities and yeah. guess what now you, you have them, them now turns out yeah. it's, there's a reason <laughs> why it's yeah good. i was playing a phyrexian what's it horror in my deck uh negator what's it called the t- the little two one that um shuts off activated a bit like you can't it yeah, yeah. Words. It's like a pithing needle effect. Uh, Phyrexian Revoker. Revoker, yeah. I was like, Negator is the big creature yeah. that... Name a non-land permanent, though. non-land card, activated abilities to sources with the chosen name can't be activated. So same uh, thing, of course, it's an artifact that can be played in any deck. Uh, it destroys people. Yeah, people just don't expect that uh, you know, their activated abilities. You down, name Brea, and you, say, and you just do a big old middle finger to the Brea player. <laughs> As a Brea player, I, I understand. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I have, a, oh, I can just do anything I want to. Wait a second. Yeah. Now you choose Brea and F you Brea. Yeah, it's pretty odd. So it, I think it, it does lose I like that one actually. Yeah, I, I think it does like lose you're out. Saying, that one is like a swing and a miss, right? Yeah, like most people are gonna be like, eh, it's a bulk comp, bulk rare. Yeah, because it, it you know, doesn't say like choose a name and then any creatures yeah. of the chosen name because so they can replay their their guy 
And they but, made it so that it's like not even that good against planeswalkers because it's like, oh, you can't actually you can't get do those it. Things, though. You can turn off their planeswalker for right. a time, but you can't. Um, but yeah, I think this is it's kind of a cool if you really are leaning into like the like the detain or something like that, like those kind yeah. of mechanics. But man, yeah, it just unexpected shuts things down. Right. Love it. All right, let's move into our favorites. Our favorite section. You start us off this time. I'll start. Uh, So a couple of my faves, or three of my favorites, are already gone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should go then. Do you want to go first? Okay. Any of mine. I have a a couple backups that I can throw in here. All right, we haven't talked about any of mine. So I will start start, with Grizzly Sigil. Now this one, not as much for Commander. Um, I'm more excited to brew around this actually in like a, a constructed scene. Because uh, I think this card might actually just be straight busted, and no one knows it yet. <laughs> this is a single black mana for a sorcery with casualty one. Choose target creature or planeswalker. If it was dealt non-combat damage this turn, it deals three damage to it, and you gain three life. Otherwise, it deals one damage to it, and you gain one life. So, with so the casualty, essentially what two. this card does, yeah, is with casualty, you get to... Deal four, gain four mm. by sacking one power thing. So, like, think of Lightning Helix was a pretty big deal. And that yeah. costed two mana. This thing costs one mana. And, uh, yeah, it can only hit creatures or planeswalkers. But yeah, that'll kill every planeswalker that, that you care about and constructed. Took, if things took uh, non-combat damage for any reason, too, this thing does can deal six, and you gain yeah. six. That's pretty, that'll just kill mana? stuff. This kill stuff. This is a sick card. I'll put this in some commander decks too, especially if I just have one ones lying around. Right. Four damage is usually enough to kill something. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like for the planeswalker we thing, said four mana just... is like uh, the magic number. Yeah. Like, so and, and that plus it's a sack effects and uh, yeah and and a copy spell effect. So you get two spells out of it. That matters. Yep. There's a lot of things going for this spell that I think. In time, this thing's going to be more and more important. Yeah, like the ca- anything with casualty on it, it just does just enough yeah. stuff where anything you're just like, ca- I think you're right. Yeah. It's like casualty is like is something, yeah, like the illicit shipment too, like you were saying. Like, yeah, it might just be something we have to look out for. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's tons of stuff where it's just like, oh, I cast two spells. Oh, it I sacrificed ca- my creature. Casualty on it, and that made it worth it. Um, okay, so one of my favorites is. I, look, ever since I built my Kasima God of the Sea, I know it's not it's God of the Voyage, but like deck where it has a bunch of Krakens on it. Love Krakens. Krakens You're are amazing. You're looking for Krakens. You're looking for Krakens. This Kraken is awesome. <laughs> it's a Reservoir Kraken. It's four <laughs> mana. So uh, two blue blue. So for four mana, six six with Trample and Board two. It's pretty big good. Boy. Big uh, boy. At the beginning of each combat, is if Reservoir Kraken is untapped, any opponent may tap an untapped creature they control. If they do, tap Reservoir Quack, Kraken, Quacken, uh, and create a 1-1 one, one blue fish with this creature can't be blocked. <laughs> so basically, the flavor is, if they don't want to be attacked, they have to go and fee- throw a fish at the Kraken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, alright, I won't eat you. <laughs> but the fish can. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I don't yeah, think this card's sweet. It's sweet. It's not good, but it's pretty awesome. I love it might it. be good. It's pretty. I think it's pretty good. 
No yeah. one wants a six six ward two attacking them, and that's true. And also, no one wants to just give you another creature. So yeah, that can't be, be like, blocked. Go ahead and attack. Yeah, I, I think this will this will be cool because like uh, so good. the the equivalent to this card was there was I think it was desecration demon, desecrator demon. Yeah, it, it was. Sack of- it was literally four mana six six. I think flying trample. Flying. And you could sack a creature to tap it and put a one one counter on it. This two one, I, one one counters in there. Um, I think there's only one. Two. It was desecrator demon for sure. So um, yeah, but th- this one is better because you get and a then full there's also, other token. I like creature. to play uh, Clackbridge Troll. Uh, yeah, that card's fun too. Um, but having an unblockable creature, like if you're playing like rogues or nin- or ninjas, sorry, not rogue. And this is like, oh, sweet. Now I get to turn on all my ninjutsu stuff. There's a ton of stuff that's like, oh, I get a token. Now I get a unblockable thing I need to hit people with. Um, right. Yeah, I just love it. It's just the the flavor on this card doesn't, it doesn't have any reason to be this good about like, I'm going to throw a fish at him. Yeah. Oh, it was Desecration Demon. Desecration Demon. I kept demon. typing okay. Desecrator, and I'm like, it's not coming up. What? <laughs> it was real, Eric, I swear. <laughs> yeah, it is only one counter, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Flyer for four. But this that getting card another was good creature. back in the day. That yeah. was a scary effing card back in the day. Yeah, because every, it, got, it got so big, you're just like, I gotta sack a creature yeah, now. Yeah, now I have to sack. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, this like you get a full creature you can just block with and stuff. And can't no, be I love this card. It's yeah. a good one. Uh, my next one. one is Fatal Grudge. Now this card, I think they really nailed uh, the color pie flavoring, and I love that they're giving red black the tools to do these weird things in a very red black way yeah i love that so this is red and a black for a sorcery as an additional cost uh, to cast the spell sacrifice a non-land permanent each opponent chooses a permanent they control that shares a type with the sacrifice permanent and sacrifices it and then you draw a card so it gives black red and out to sacrifice enchantments, enchantments, yeah, them, artifacts, even planeswalkers. You can sack a planeswalker to have each opponent sacrifice a planeswalker. And usually, happens. planeswalkers they only have one, unless they're playing super friends, and then you're just kind of fucked anyway. Yeah, but but still, I'd love how they've templated this to give black red such a black red way yeah. to. To do this effect, and it replaces itself at the end of it. You're right, like, yeah. And you I get wanted to, draw to card. like, I wanted to sacrifice my thing to kill their things as well. Yeah. If you think about it in Commander, this is a three for one anyway. Right. You're probably killing if you sacked a creature. You're killing three other creatures, and you drew a card. Yeah, and in black red, you're you probably you want have a lot of removal, and you want to sack things anyway. There's sack. it's like the whole you sacking stuff is probably not a downside. Yeah, this card's yeah. sweet. So yeah, I I love this fatal grudge. It's so good. Okay. My next card, um, I, I, so just like Krakens, any cards that are like doors, I just love. Uh, <laughs> that's not true, but doors, doors, door to nothingness, suspicious door case or bookcase is a door. Uh, this one's <laughs> evolving door. door. Uh, yeah, hey, don't tempt. You're gonna make. I'm gonna do a five deck. five Here floor doors. <laughs> door deck, door deck incoming. Door dot deck. Uh, so this one is evolving door. It's an artifact for two and a green. Uh, you pay one, tap, sacrifice a creature, count the colors, sacrifice creature, then search your library for a creature card that's exactly that many colors plus one, exile that card, 
and then you may play the exiled uh, card this turn. Activate only as a sorcery. This card is bad, and it's hilarious, it's very, and I love it. Very bad. It's a very bad card. Yes. But it's a card. But it is a Magic the Gathering card. It, and it has a door on it. Yes. And it, it's not a revolving door, it's an evil Evolving door. door. That's probably the best part about it. Yes, that is one of the reasons why it is on this list. And it's just like, I have a... T- like, it's, it's so dumb. He's like, how many times we're just like, ooh, I have a three-color card in my deck. <laughs> Quick, where I need to play, I need to cast this cheap two-mana card, sacrifice it to get this three-mana card out, or a three-color oh, card. It's It's like... How there's very few cards that references like the number of colors, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, yes, all of it. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, my next one is a mythic that doesn't deserve its mythic status, uh, but I love the card. It's Body Launderer. This is a two black black for a oh, this is a really good card. Three, three with Death Touch. What's that? This is really good. Yeah, it's a really awesome. good card. Doesn't deserve mythic status. I don't yeah, think. I think it's a rare. very much a rare. Yeah, yeah, very much a rare. Uh, whenever another non-token creature you control dies, body launderer connives. If you remember, connive again is looting, and then if it is a non-land card, it gets plus one plus one, so it would get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's got death touch, and when body launderer dies, return another target non-rogue creature card with equal or lesser power from your graveyard straight to the battlefield, not even to your hand, right back into play. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't make your your. Top, I was considering this your top five power. Um, surprised it didn't make. No, your it's list. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's on my, my favorite, favorite list. Uh, I don't think it's like the top five strongest cards. I I think this card's crazy good though. Yeah, I think I love how its only requirement too is non rogue. That's like. 99.9% right, yeah. of what I play. <laughs> I, I wonder if the the flavor is like the rogues didn't die. Or, I mean, really, it's probably just so it can't get itself back. But uh, That's more it, right? But it says yeah, another target. I don't know. It's just like how Junji was, was framed that it has non-dragon. to be non-dragon, right? Which was like, okay, so Junji can't get Junji back. It's it, it, That's exactly what it's it is. Exactly what it's, it is. it's 100% because of that. Yeah, it could have said it could have said non ogre creature, and it would have right. done the same thing. But there's a couple more rogues in this. There's set, a couple rogues. Um, yeah, but yeah, this card's crazy good. It's really good. Like, yeah, I when like think about you have like three creatures, including this. Then someone board wipes. You get to connive twice and then reanimate a creature. Yep. You're just like, oh, that was pretty good. Drew Which two. the conniving at that point does loot you, but doesn't give counters anymore. Does it, so yeah. it doesn't get bigger. It's only going to see whatever power it was when it died. Yeah. But uh, it will see the creatures die to connive if, if, if right. you wanted to connive. And actually, that's important because you could loot, end up looting a better creature. Into your right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wanted to. So, yeah, this card's really cool. I love Body Lock. And it has Death Touch, which is underrated. It's got Death Touch. Yeah, it's There's, not that touch. How many times it's like, well, I have my 8-8 Kraken, but yeah. I can't attack Red. Are they really going to swing you? Because not only are, am I going to lose my 8-8, but he's also now going to, it's going to die, and then he's going to get something back right to his freaking graveyard. Yeah. No one wants to attack into the body launderer. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I love this card. Uh, so my other favorite card is, again, really has nothing to do with the card itself, <laughs> but a fun interaction that I saw online, and I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Let's get this going on my favorite list now. Is a uh, Rocco Cabaretti Caterer. 
It's, yeah, uh, I wanted to mention this card too. Uh, you know, they, they printed all these uncommon commanders. This mm-hmm. one I think is the most interesting, and it's the fact that as a commander, this allows you to play any creature as a commander, if you think about it. Basically, yeah. So when it enters the battlefield, so it costs X, uh, red, green, white for a 3 1, Elf Druid. Um, when rock when this creature enters the battlefield, if you cast it, you may search your library for a creature card with mana value X or less, put it on the battlefield, and shuffle. Which is kind of nuts. I know it's, it's just like, oh, you're paying three mana to tutor, but it goes right to the battlefield. Right. <laughs> like, you're just like, and like you said, if you want to play this Naya colored card, you're just like, ah, it's not legendary. Well, just now, play this yeah. thing. And now it costs you three extra mana, but, <laughs> but, but it comes with a three one body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, it pays you for its trouble. My favorite part about this is you can't do this if this is your commander. But you can, the caterer for zero mana can get Asmo. <laughs> Asmo? Yeah. <laughs> and then gets you and the they get its cookbook. <laughs> yeah, so the caterer hires the chef. <laughs> hires the chef who cooks the, the who meal. Cooks the food. Go gets your cookbook. Yeah. All that's left is the, for you to get cat combo out, and then you got the, the cauldron and the cat. And then exactly, you're yeah. You used you used the food to kill the caterer to get back your cat. <laughs> that might yeah. actually be a thing in modern too. We'll see. Also, as as far as we know, it's named Mod, uh, Rocco. He we know he's got a modern life. It's and... true. He does have a modern life. <laughs> uh, the yeah. jokes keep coming, man. Uh-huh. We're, we're hitting them hard tonight. <laughs> uh, but the other other good card is like Arbor Elf or not Arbor Elf. What's it's Ar- the land creature? The druid arbor, dryad arbor, dryad arbor. That's it. Yeah, it gets dryad <laughs> it's arbor. Got arbor in the name. It's got it's, it's something. It's something. It's arbor a is in the name. Taps for taps for green. Uh, so yeah, for three mana, you ramp. get to ramp to at like the very basis. Dryad arbor probably should be in everyone's deck <laughs> just because there's yeah, such random. I bought cards. one because I wanted one. They're sweet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, and also this card's just kind of like good uh you right you build a toolboxy naya commander and you're just like well i can for the cost of three then five then that's kind of it you have a bunch of low cmc stuff a little mana value stuff then you're just like, all right yeah just right. gonna tutor out a bunch of creatures all right i have three more cards i want to mention even though i only have two spots on the list so this one i will say you can use one of my like, spots all right well this one is not like my favorite, but I think it has to be mentioned because the templating is perfect, and I think it's something that maybe we should we have to play in all of our decks <laughs> now, which is Structural Assault. This is three red red for a sorcery. Oh, Destroy all yeah. artifacts, and it deals damage to each creature equal to the number of artifacts that were put into graveyards from the battlefield this turn. So was, go ahead and sacrifice all your treasures ahead of time. It won't matter. I'm still dealing all that damage. I think Wizards knows now that treasures are a problem because this was clearly based around like, well, there's going to be five treasures out there, but then it's going to sack them, right? Yeah, it's but like, is, okay. this like, is it bad that like now we just have to play Structural Assault? Because <laughs> I feel like we do. Well, so I, I think I think maybe we can maybe maybe that could be a whole uh, whole podcast on like. Are, like treasures are probably a problem, and how to how to defeat them or something. I like um, so I did see. Now that you're mentioning that, I'll mention quick. Just my my top comment would be uh, 
I think it was the Command Zone guys mentioned, there's a couple cards in the set, Treasures Enter the Battlefield tapped. Yes. And what if they all did that? That might... That, that might, might save Treasures. Yeah, that yeah. might. That might make it fine. Maybe yeah. all Treasures Enter tapped. Then you can't use them right away. Right away, that's yeah. That's a huge deal. Because then it... then. Like they'll actually be used for what they were meant to be used for a later a later turn yeah yeah to be to be used yeah that, that might would, be I think that would save if them. you could errata treasures I would totally be on board for that yeah treasure like this treasures at the battlefield tapped tap sack adamant right that's how they yeah right should be templated anyways um, uh virtual assault I love the way it's templated though where the yes. fact that go ahead and sacrifice all the freaking artifacts you want in response to this it won't matter yeah the damage is going to be dealt it's not like i have to see the amount of artifacts on the battlefield it's it'll count up all artifacts over the course of the turn it does it does it does exactly what you want (laughs) it's just destroy all the artifacts are gone all the creatures are gone (laughs) all the creatures are done i love this card yeah it might even be better than blasphemous sack in terms of damage i could easily see this thing doing well over 15 damage right (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i i think we, for me, I haven't really seen as much mass artifact removal, because um, I think maybe we've gotten a lot of artifact removal on like attached to other things. So it's like, hey, okay, we can we can hit the basic stuff, and no one really cares about um, mana rocks being killed. Um, but I think treasures are now becoming so prevalent that like maybe like it could be worth it just spending a full card to be like destroy all treasures <laughs> at some right. point. It, which effectively that's what well, it is. Well, that's why I'm be. playing a card like Hitetsugu's Consumes All, like I told you. Yeah. So that card just exiles all things that cost one or less. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, buy right. treasures, you're all gone. There you go. Yeah, there's <laughs> co- I, I would play I would play as many of those effects as you gave me. Right. <laughs> I would play them. <laughs> there's like Gaze of Granite too, where it's just like, ooh, maybe I'll play this now. I can just yeah, play X is zero. All, all tokens. tokens. Yeah, all tokens are gone. gone. Um but yeah, I, I think that, that was a good one to bring up because I I didn't know where to put this because it's not really like powerful. No, but it's that's one what of those I mean. It's not. It's not like, the most powerful. It's not underrated. It, it just might be a card we have to start thinking about playing because I think it's really important. Yeah, destroying two um, card types is is pretty yeah crazy too. Actually, now that I think it's kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's actually kind of nuts. Yeah, it absolutely is. Especially creatures being one of them. Usually it's like artifacts and enchantments or deals right. damage to creatures right. and planeswalkers. But like, yeah, th- and, and artifacts being yeah. one of them is actually yeah. freaking crazy. So this is the same mana cost as a Vandal Blast. And we know how strong Vandal Blast yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Of course, it doesn't destroy your own in Vandal Blast's case. Right, but sometimes does, but... you might have two artifacts that you want just to get that number up to, yeah, to right? kill the you're big like, thing. Oh, I don't care. Go ahead. And if you're playing a bunch of enchantments, it's like, oh, awesome. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, How many you got left? I have zero left. Oh, okay. My other one is, (laughs) this one I love, Sticky Fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, There are so many good names. (laughs) This one's great. Sticky Uh, Fingers. This card has the chance to just actually straight up be busted. So this is single red mana for an enchantment aura, enchant creature. The enchanted creature has menace. And... Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, make a treasure. So more treasure making, of yeah. course. And when an enchanted creature dies, draw a card. Draw a card. There you go. I'll replace I'll replace it anyway. Get yeah. as much like cast this on your one drop and get as much treasure out of it as you can. 
And then as soon as they remove it, because they're like, that thing's been annoying. Okay, I'll draw a card now. All right. Just yeah, replace you get, you get your... my sticky fingers. Yeah, the, the, the draw card definitely helps it being an aura, which is which uh, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, this is sweet. This card's awesome. Yeah, I think this card's really good. It's called Sticky. This, my guy's got sticky fingers to Sticky fingers. <laughs> also, I do want to shout out, this card can't make any of my lists because I have literal no places to play this card, so I'll never actually play it. Uh-huh. But Endless Detour, I think, is incredible. Which one's that? Uh, I think... It's the Bant Instant. So it costs white, blue, green... Yes, the one it's like you put so yeah, I know it. Yeah. Yes. So what green, white, blue, endless detour instant. The owner of target spell, non-land permanent, or card in a graveyard puts it on the top or bottom of their library. Just so this card just says do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, kind of actually temporary counter or removal. It's a counter, it's a bounce, it's a and it's a Balagad recovery. In yeah. the same card for the same cost. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sweet. It's like you can use it, be like, oh, I want to put the thing on my graveyard on top of my library, so I draw it again. Exile a card from a graveyard, you know they'll draw this it. This is like but... the best charm that's ever been printed. Uh, that's a bold statement there, sir. Um, Out of the three mana charms, I think I'm right. I think the two mana charms are better than this thing, but out of this set, this is the best charm. That is definitely true. <laughs> yeah, charms in Commander are generally underpowered. Just what other three mana like... charm is better than this charm? I th- honestly, I think this is the best charm of all the three mana charms. Alright, so uh, I'm going to give a point to Brett because I can't think of all the charms. So, Which means they're probably not that good. Which means by playground this... rules, you win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, it. I think of all the three mana charms, I think this is the best charm. And it isn't a charm, but it essentially is. It has three different modes, if you think about it. So it is uh-huh. a charm. Oh, I accidentally just clicked. Well, let's see. I don't know. Archmage no, those none, none of the other ones are that good. So this is kind of Bant Sharp. Destroy <laughs> target artifact, put creature and bottom as I recounter target instant spell. Uh, no, it's better than Bant Charm. That's the thing. It's it better than Bant Charm. Than Charm. It's, it's literally, it's, I think it's the best three mana charm. Well, it's not a charm, otherwise it would be worse. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole, yeah, right? That's the that's the rub, man. But I, yeah, I, this is a charm because it's got three modes and all three modes are like, it's the best three mana charm there is. Yeah. Endless Detour. Uh, Shout out. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm sure at one point this was what the Broker's Charm was. And they were yeah, like, and they just couldn't figure out what modes. They were like, ah, all yeah, the modes right. do the same thing. I can't, I can't, we can't make this the, the charm. This is too good. They made another charm that sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's too good. Make it suck. <laughs> make it suck. Print it. Yes, sir, Mark. Make it something else. <laughs> you got it, sir. Uh, all right, so what? That wraps it up. Go on to the uh, art. And... What about best flavor? Yeah. What do you got? Oh, so. Flavor? I'm cheating a little bit because it's the flavor of three different cards that are connected. Oh, interesting. Okay, what do you got? So uh, the three cards are Exotic Pets, Expendable Lackey, and Sleep with Sleep with the Fishes. Sleep with the Fishes. So, and if you you can Google or you can Google Google on Scryfall, you can search Scryfall for like flavor text. And so, Exotic Pets, the uh, the flavor text says. Investigations uh, observe that uh, 
Altonio's beloved fish were thriving after his disappearance. disappearance then Expendable bad. Lackey says, Altonio, no, I'm sorry. No one by that name works here. And Sleep with the Fishes pictures Altonio with the same fish uh, from the uh, yeah, from the exotic, from the exotic pets. pets and poor Altonio uh, drowning. So I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Yeah, you have to follow up with that uh, that storyline to note because also there's no flavor text on Sleep with the Fishes. Sleep with so the you Fishes. Know that that's necessarily and also just and I I kind of figured this out because I wanted to make Sleep with Fishes Sleep with the Fishes um, point out just for the flavor itself because it's literally sleep with fish. <laughs> fish. It's it is the spell sleep. It is the spell sleep with a with fish. you get a fish. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It's sleep, sleep with, fishes. with the fishes. Yeah. Championship <laughs> <laughs> creature and you create a uh, a fish. It doesn't Literally the card sleep was, with I, fish. I wish it was literal the spell sleep which is like the all creatures people that player controls tap. Well no, sleep is is the enchantment. No, I thought sleep sleep itself is like all creatures target opponent controls tap down. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it is, that's the one. I was thinking of charm sleep. But yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's the sleep effect, but you get fish. It's the sleep effect, yeah. Uh, I got, for best flavor, I got the good old brass knuckles. Oh, yeah, that one's awesome. So this is so cool. This is a unique card in its own right. It's four mana for an artifact... When you cast this spell, copy it, because you can't just have the one brass knuckle. It's not called brass knuckle. <laughs> so, I love that. That, like, just, I don't know, that's interesting. It copies itself. It's so weird, so it makes a token copy. And then it equips for one, but the equipped creature has double strike, only if it has two or more equipment, because you need both brass knuckles. Yeah, you need both brass knuckles <laughs> to, to get double hilarious. strike. Yeah, that's, that's so, so good. Yeah. That's just that's just great. <laughs> only if you have two more equipment. It's like, well, I, <laughs> you have two. Uh, gotta have both that's brass awesome. knuckles on if you want double strike. You want to hit him twice. And what do you got for best art in the set? There's some good art. Yeah, I, I separate it in categories too: alternate and. Uh, oh art. yeah, I forgot about that. Um, my best art is Shadow of Mortality. The regular or alternate? Uh, I have the it regular one. Does it's have alternate, alternate art is also incredible. <laughs> so <laughs> I got, I'll are, take both I'll take, are good, but yeah, yeah as regular art, both yeah, it's like a dude awesome. falling from a sky, right? And yeah, like, and it's like being carried by like a shadow on the yeah. building. Shadow hand at is freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's alternate art is like kind of the opposite. It's like the guy's still following, but now there's like a demon holding his hand underneath. Oh, him. that's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like patching him. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, alternate art. This was the easiest choice, literally ever. Gala greeters has an alternate art for every country. What? That's awesome. And they look incredible. Like the Chinese one has like this like a beautiful like cherry blossom behind them. Like uh, there's like a Mexican one in a market. There there's like oh, an Italian yeah. one where they're in like the um, the festival in February uh, costumes. Uh, yeah, that's they that's just incredible. look in amazing. They're just stunning. It's incredible. So they they just did a beautiful job. The Indian one is sweet. They have oh, like yeah. the Taj Mahal behind them. Oh my god, the the arts just look in so like the easiest choice I've ever made. Uh, 
uh, yeah, for all three awesome. And then for uh, regular art, I went with the card I mentioned before, Grizzly Sigil, I think has the coolest freaking art <laughs> as well. So not only is it on my favorites list, but I think the art for it is just insanely cool. Yeah, they, I, don't know. I think one of the best things about Magic and why it's so successful is... The art is just art. generally really good. Even the ones that are just like, <laughs> oh, this seems boring, but like, this is, these are like yeah. full pictures that animated or the artists create, and they all look pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's just fantastic. Uh, to wrap up this episode, let's let's go over the uncommon ones. We already went over Rocco, so we don't really have to right. go over much. I think the exciting thing about Rocco again, the Naya uncommon one, was the fact that. Now in Naya Colors, you could actually run any creature. Any creature, yeah. Because you just tack on Rocco's cost, and there you go. Yeah, you get to cast that just like you would cast your commander. Or just naturally draw it and do something else. So there you go. Um, Queza is the Obscura one. It's a 3-4. Whenever you draw a card, target opponent loses one and you gain one. So it's like a finisher. These are boring vanilla effects. I don't know if I'd ever want to run that as a commander. It's, it's, It's one of those things that like once you get going... It's it's pretty, it's pretty strong. strong. Like, yeah, well, there, there's strong. the Grixis version of this. Yeah, Nekuzar. Nekuzar. Um, it's it's good. It's a good effect. Uh, Carmella, the Glamour Thief, is the Grixis one. Is a two four with haste and has one and tap. Add blue, black, red. Spend this mana only to cast instant or sorcery spells. But she is a really good mana creature on her own. Yeah. And when she dies, return up to one target instant or sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. So give me a little benefit. Yeah, when it dies, you get it back. You get to activate it right away if you want to. And get spending one mana to get three for spells is Pretty I guess instant sorcery spells. I feel That's like really no one's going to run this as a commander, but you could. Yeah, you definitely this could. One's, this one's a decent option. Yeah. The next one. Interesting. Mr. Orfeo. He might have one of the best names. The Boulder. The Boulder. <laughs> Mr. The Boulder. The Boulder. I, it, you, I would run this just so I could keep saying. The, the Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's the Jund one, two, four, Rhino Warrior. Whenever you attack, doesn't matter with what, just as whenever you attack, double target creature's power until end of turn. So that is a strong effect. I mean, we know what... Uh, Xenagos does. Yeah. Of course, Xenagos is a uh, indestructible enchantment god. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fucking yeah, just impossible to deal with. Um, uh, yeah, this is this will definitely go right into 99 for these style of like high high creature attacking style decks. We're just like, I play was, it yeah. and then attack with something else and you're like, alright. Yeah. for 10. And then possibly the most confusing worded card in the history of magic Lagrella the Magpie is the Bant one as a 2-3 human soldier. This is what the card reads. When Lagrella the Magpie enters the battlefield, exile any number of other target creatures controlled by different players until Lagrella leaves the battlefield. When an exiled card enters the battlefield under your control this way, and you're instantly like, what? (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> <laughs> like wait i that's I missed not something. what i did <laughs> it's just like uh, hold on uh this this is i read this and i literally was like oh i must i must have blinked and i missed half, yeah. half the text wait what? what so yeah uh this card needs a complete overhaul of what it actually says. so also so, it so whatever 
a, exile creature enters the battlefield under your control this way, you put two plus one you plus put one two counters. Two plus on. one plus one counters. On. So, so what this card actually does is that for each player that's in play, you get to choose a single up to one. You don't yes. have to choose. You don't have to choose one, but you can choose up to one per player. <laughs> I don't know why it was pretty easy to template it better, and yeah. they somehow. When it enters the battlefield, for each player, exile up to one. Up, exile up to one. one exactly how you stated. Creature. It. That's exactly yeah. how you. Until it leaves it. the battlefield for each player. Yeah. Why did they? Why did they say different play? They've never used the words controlled by different players. Yeah, I don't. It be, the thing that I think makes this super confusing is like you're so normally you understand the card more as you read it. But this is not the case with this card. <laughs> this, one, this one goes the complete... This makes because, you question yeah, your enters life. the battlefield. Okay. Exile. Any number of other target creatures. Okay. Controlled by different players. Wait. What? Do <laughs> Until leaves the battlefield. No they're like, okay, wait. Hold on. What happened? Oh, my God. So I thought... I had thought why they built it in this templating initially was because their plan for this as a commander was for you to donate your creatures to other players and then exile them because they're now controlled by them. But that doesn't make any sense. Right, yeah. It's just like, they. yeah, I, that kind of and makes sense. It doesn't where... work with this templating, right? Because in that templating, you'd still only be able to choose... Well, yeah. Again, also with this templating, it sounds like you could choose all the freaking creatures. It does sound like that. Which I it's, first saw that, I was like, what a cop? rip... Up this card, delete all of this card, and print a new one, and no one will care. This, no one will know, know what this sounds like? This this sounds like a mistranslation of a card that yeah. was like spoiled in another language. And it's just like holy what? crap! This is the most confusing card I think in the set by a long shot. Yeah, when people play this in limited. They're gonna play it's it going to, Absolutely, play this it thing around. is this is a disaster of a card. They, I, like I said, they should ban this card. Yeah, <laughs> just just because of how poorly worded it is, and no one will care. No one's gonna be like, no, I really wanted to play. <laughs> I really want to play No, it's we ruined it because we fricked up the card real bad. <laughs> yeah, so... and it's gonna it's gonna cause way more misplays than any other card in history. Yeah, and like I, I think you're right because it didn't want to tie the one one counters to specifically just the one you exiled. So it'd be like, well, what <laughs> if what if you exile more? You should put all the counters on it. It's like, oh man, I, I refuse to believe this was the cleanest. So dumb way to template this card oh, it, it, it most certainly wasn't there's going to be a gatherer like uh addendum to this and it's going to be shorter than this yeah <laughs> and explain fewer the card words much better. And... it's going to be in fewer words and it's going to explain what it does yeah. way better yeah this this that was a mistake yeah and especially for a card that like isn't that exciting <laughs> yeah because like you're not going to choose your car your creature that's why I was Any saying, like, you might as well ban it, and no one will bat an eye. No one will be, like, pissed off. They'll be like, okay, whatever. That, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Especially in Bant flicker type stuff, it's just like, it's probably not even going to make the deck. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't think it will. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Well, that was it for this episode. Uh, what are we going to be talking about next week when we get back to D&D? I don't know. Oh, well, oh, I do know. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, well, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we're, <laughs> what would you want to talk about? Uh, we're going to go over... We're continuing our character uh, review series. It's time to Paladin, which is, like, I think one of the, like, classic, uh, like, high-power 
or creatures. It's definitely a class where they said, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, they're just like, what if the DPS (laughs) class also healed and tanked? Um, This is a very popular first class um, because of its versatility and be like, hey, well, hey, you're you're, you want to hit people with a sword, even though clerics can do that too, but it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around the healer also being able to tank and stuff. But, uh, it's like, hey, you want to deal a lot of damage and heal? They're like, great, be the paladin. It's like, okay, now you are the most powerful person in the party. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Hopefully you wear that responsibility well. How about next time we get to magics? Well, if if two uh, full episodes of going over new cards uh, wasn't enough, well, we got a third one coming out for you <laughs> with the commander product. And there's like 15 commander decks oh coming out. God. So this is yeah, going to be... They each have 20 new cards. We, we have way too much to talk we're, about. So we're not going to go over be, every card. <laughs> this just, is going to be part one can't. because we're going to have to split the commander products up into two parts because there's just too much yeah so we might even have to do two magic episodes in a row coming up just to get through it all just to get it through yeah yeah i think that's what we're gonna have to do it's gonna be two magic episodes probably coming up in a row following the paladin review uh where we get through all of the commander products uh listed for capenna yeah so we can get it out the way and on to the next set which is probably coming out the next week after that yep (laughs) (laughs) Uh. yeah all right well that's all we got for you today yeah let's go let's go party i'm I'm ready i'm ready yeah and all you listeners out there party on party on